Welcome to Paradise. Our first campaign, Advantage in Paradise, is a weekly actual play D&D podcast recorded live on Twitch every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the dulcet tones of our dungeon master, Sean O'Donovan, as he guides you through the wondrous world of Aradun. Our heroes spent the evening with a curious satyr named Mandrick. Through a marathon of questioning, comforting, and... (laughs) Call her later. I love you. Uh, I was like, what? (laughs) All right. Through some questioning, a marathon of questioning, comforting, and wordplay, you were able to calm this manic satyr down, who had grown uh, panicked and paranoid at your presence, and at your insistence um, about certain truths, about his master, the Archdruid Orlin. Um, but over time, you were, to conv- you were able to convince him um, that you were telling the truth about his master, that he was dead, that he was executed for his crimes against the people of Maginset, um, and that you were there to, not to harm Mandrick, but to find supplies to bring back to tend to those who were victims of the Archdruid. While you were able to convince him to let you essentially ransack his master's tower, um, he insisted that his master would never harm innocents, and that it had to be the mask tormenting his old friends. Yes, the pallid mask that you still have in your bag, uh, that you spoke briefly about what to do about do with um, after the uh, events of this night, but we'll get to that in a moment. As you started exploring throughout the uh, the tower for clues about the Archdruid's plan, as well as uh, looking for any treasures you might be able to find, um, Timber was able to find the uh, a decent supply of mandrake root which would be brought back to the village in hopes that he and the Druidus could together uh, craft a potion or an elixir that would help uh, ease the pain and ease the plague that seems to be taking over most of the village. Wiswick found some uh, interesting clues. Uh, he found a schematic of some sort that seemed to have uh, inscriptions about this transportation circle. Uh, or transportation circles in general. We haven't gotten to look too in-depth at that, which he, uh, I believe you gave that to Kiron. Yep. Yep, which Kiron took and put in his book about the Feywild in order to study later. Uh, Wiswick also found a few trinkets. Uh, he found a uh, lovely feather token uh, that just happens to be the, the most obnoxious one, <laughs> the swan ship one. He, uh, he found a spell scroll, and uh, a Gwyn burner, which is a Gwyn uh, tool for alchemy that will certainly be of use to Timber. Um, after you sought and found as much as you could in the tower, you began convincing Mandrick that he uh, should come with you back to Maginset. Um for a number of reasons. Uh, some, not too sure what your motivations were on some of them, but uh, you convinced him for sure that it was no longer safe um, in uh, 
his old master's tower. He insisted, though, that you do not bring him to the general, uh, Aldrich Kinsley, that is, who is still awaiting you, although you have plenty of time to get back. Um, he insisted that he be brought to this druidess um, and that he be kept safe with her and not to be taken advantage of, so to speak, by these humans. <clears throat> As uh, you were able to calm him down, convince him to come with you, you all began to settle in for the night. Curon uh, and Wiswick went outside. Curon uh, began a watch up on the second floor of this ruined tower, while uh, Wiswick began performing several rituals, identifying several magic items. But along this journey... Huron noticed in the distance uh, two things. One, he noticed that the wild elf captain that you have not formally met yet that serves Aldrich Kinsley is in the swamp watching you. But just beyond that uh, figure, he noticed a strange stranger, a strange stranger uh, in yellow approaching the tower. Presumably this uh, man in yellow that gave the mask to the pallid mask to the archdruid and mandric um, several months ago. Um, upon approaching, you devised very swiftly a plan, somewhat of a plan, to, to see what was to come, and if things were to go wrong, Cal was to shout cream cheese, uh, which meant shit hits, shit's hit the fan. Let's kill this guy. Uh, <laughs> Um, upon approaching, the uh, figure stopped at the sight of Cal, and at Cal's pressing, penetrated his mind uh, with the message and refused to speak uh, openly, only to speak in this telekinetic way that was just not comfortable uh, for Cal at all. He was very uncomfortable with it, and at a certain point when he couldn't get what he wanted out of, um, out of you, he silenced Cal and began stepping forward. Uh, upon seeing him cast a spell on his ally, Wiswick immediately sprung into action with a magic missile, which flung us into an initiative count, um, where you began to onslaught this cloaked figure that you could not see any physical body parts other than his hands at one point. Um, <clears throat> he, uh, a battle ensued, um, where uh, he summoned, or it summoned forth uh, two wraith-like figures that were this ghostly green um, that began uh, holding you all off as this figure sort of stepped back. Um, you were able to kill this entity, you thought, as its cloak fell to the ground, Obi-Wan Kenobi style, and it sprung up into a uh, miasma of blacks, uh, uh, black shadow that stayed for a little bit but then dissipated into the air not to be seen, presumably either the creature is not dead or reconstituting itself in some other place where uh, some of Curon and Wiswick's theories there. Um, you took care of the uh, ghosts fairly epically, I'd say, uh, with a massive trumpet, gold, uh, <laughs> uh, massive tr uh, glowing trumpet that blared out the Ghostbusters theme, uh, <laughs> frightening these two uh, you know. <laughs> burner, burner. All right. <laughs> Who are you gonna call? <laughs> Wizwick. Uh, but uh, 
and but also with uh, I believe Cal actually I think you got the last blow with uh, with your with your rapier uh, on these these ghosts. Uh, so you can definitely this party can definitely add ghost busting to their resume. Um, but upon defeating these wraiths and seemingly beating back this figure at least, um, the knight took on a stoic air as tired and battered you found yourselves back in your resting places. Curon stayed awake a little longer to uh, to speak with Mandrick about what had happened before resuming his watch for the rest of the night with a uh, brief um, a brief salute from the uh, wood elf who was watching the entire time as they met, they met eyes. And I believe that brings us up to date. Um, so... <clears throat> You are all going to, I'm assuming there's not anything there's not anything anyone wants to do before taking this long rest. Uh, does anyone want to take uh, the last watch? Or do you want to just go... Is that your hand, Timber? Or were you just stretching? I was stretched. That was a, that was a, that was a, hat, a hair pat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so Kiron continued in the middle watch because he doesn't need that much sleep. Um, so he's going to take the last uh, four hours of your long rest to, to, to slumber. If someone else, if Scarlet would like to take the final watch. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Um, so go ahead and give me a uh, a perception roll. Shot of nothing with music. Oh, it's 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 called uh, it's called Sleeping River. It's, it's called River Walk. Uh, courtesy of soundstripe that's funny if you actually download the uh the non-licensed one every five seconds the audio goes soundstripe (laughs) oh thank you very much uh cryocore three welcome to paradise (laughs) oh dear uh shannon what'd you get on that perception check (laughs) 12 Ah, that's so great. Uh, so I'd say, um, oh, actually, did you want to be on the uh, the top floor of the tower? Sure, like that that gives gives you advantage. Better, it does great. Great, great, great. Higher advantage point. Yeah, I'll do that. Wait, so do I roll again? Did you say advantage? (laughs) Yes, Yes, I wasn't saying the name of the show. (laughs) I didn't know if you said a high, if it was higher vantage point. Yeah, okay. It's because, oh, by the way, just for reference, because I didn't announce it, but uh, Stefan unfortunately couldn't be with us today. He's spending time with his family um, uh, for a uh, Ukrainian Christmas. Ukrainian Christmas! Yes. Uh, So, Tonight, I've never uh, for like 17 years. To, today's, I think, I think, <laughs> so, I think today's the eve of it, not not the day. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. But regardless, he's spending time with family, um, which is very important. Um, who decided we were going to autopilot Kieran tonight, just in case there was any combat? I don't think it was a decision. <laughs> uh, okay, well, who's it. got the best Kieran voice? <laughs> um, all you have to do is Woody Allen, but tone it up a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. If you do that. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I'll just, if battle happens, someone's going to do it. <laughs> That's good. Someone's going to do it. Uh, so have that, that uh, D&D Beyond up. <laughs> okay. 
we could we should have if 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 there was a way I would say let's have the chat play Kieran, but <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. but no, that might end we're poorly uh, or amazingly. But anyway, what was your uh, second roll? Fourteen. All right, not so not as bad, but not great. Um, no, not um, great. So I mean, it's the last four hours of the evening. Um, I'd say slowly throughout it, the rest of you would be coming. Uh, awake. Um, uh, before we get to that, I'll say for your watch, you don't notice anything, pretty much. Like you, it's the you start to notice the sun rising. You're keeping your eye out, but you're, you know, you got your rest, but you're still somewhat exhausted from the fight. You're a little bit nervous about going back to Imagine Set and speaking with the general. So your mind is a, a buzzing and it distracts you from noticing anything. Before everyone wakes up though, I'd like to speak with you, Timber. Oh, hi. <laughs> so Timber, you are asleep in the, uh, in the storage room, correct? Oh, uh, that is correct. Okay. So, <clears throat> in the midst of your slumber, when you're in the deepest part, you find yourself suddenly awoken. You look around, and you are in the storage room, but it's empty. You look out into the main chamber of the tower, lower level, and it is empty, um, completely empty. No, uh, none of your compatriots, but also none of the uh, um, the actual accoutrement of the uh, archdruid there. Um, it's completely dark. You're really, you're looking purely from your dark vision. Uh, what would you like to do? I'd like to get up and Scarlet, Kala. And just start walking around trying to look for people in this uh, empty area. You didn't see my name. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. It's it's you're you're speaking in a Russian accent. I don't know why, but like you shouting the names of your friends made me think of the Lion King scene when Simba's like, Dad, Dad, Dad. But, Sorry. but no, you hear no response. Your voice echoes out um, much louder than it should in this, this chamber. Um, the latch door opens up. Um, and you still see darkness up there. Um, but you don't hear anyone up there. You don't see your friends. The door... Um... I take a quick look at my wrist. Hmm. Uh, so <clears throat> the familiar marking that you know is there. Um, it's I wouldn't say it's glowing, but it is uh, pulsating. Like you can feel it, uh, almost like a um, like a pulse. Like your your blood is flowing. Like when you get that weird feeling, if you 
overexerted yourself and there's that like twitch in the arm and it's overwhelming that exact mark that you know where it is okay um i would like to go up the ladder um Mm -hmm. warily okay when you get up uh to the top you look out and through the uh so the tower is that half ruined wall and then the overgrown trees on one side and through the trees, you can see um, very bright sunlight, but it is muted through a very dense haze um, that seems to be taking up the entirety of this space, uh, where you can really only see about 10 feet ahead of you. Um, you notice up in the trees is a completely black owl um, with uh, black eyes that look like like a starry sky in the eyes. And it's watching you. I look at it. Can you... Can you help me? The owl uh, stares at you for a long time before doing that creepy head turn owls do, where it almost goes entirely around. And then it flutters out the door, or the archway of trees. Uh, I follow it. Okay. Uh, yeah, briskly. <laughs> like just try to keep 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 pace with it. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! No. <laughs> um. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So you're able to um. <clears throat> The second you step out into this sort of well-lit fog laden uh, uh, much more than the swamp was before, um, the owl, it, it didn't fly too far away. It's about, um, you know, 20 or 30 feet away on a short tree that's sort of a gnarled uh, sinking tree into the swamp. As it's standing there, uh, to, its, to its left, you see a figure standing there, completely made up of shadowy smoke. Um, they are hard to see at first. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, Timber would be in utter shock for a moment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, you're, uh, he would get on his knees. And, um, and, uh, not, not, like, fully go down, but, like, sit, sit down on his knees and just be, like, standing up and just looking at, looking out at him. The, um, the wisping smoke of this figure is kind of lapping in a wind that's picking up, um, as it's, it takes a few steps closer to you, and one of its arms goes like this. It doesn't say anything. Uh, Timber stands back up. What do you do? Walk a little bit closer. As you get closer, the smoke seems to solidify itself a bit more. And the features of this individual become more distinct and recognizable. Um, The owl is still watching you from above it. As the figure uh, 
you start to notice features in the face. They look familiar. It takes you a moment to realize what exactly you're looking at. And you're looking at yourself. Uh, before. As it's, as it's just staring at you with these black eyes, because it's just blacked out with the same starry uh, um, celestial look as the owl. I, I get a little closer and I say, I mean, what do you can, say? You say, hey, no, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you speak just like in a, that wasn't, that it was a trade goal, but <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like attempting to touch, but like wearily, of course. Yeah. Uh, so as soon as you get close, the, the figure does not respond, um, to your, uh, <clears throat> asking if it can speak it's um but as soon as you go to to touch it um it immediately falls into a position a martial arts position and then goes <laughs> into your chest uh going for an attack on you 16 to hit if you need to i am uh yeah be really funny if it misses. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Did it? It uh, It did. It rolled a. Uh, it rolled a natural. F I gotta use a different set of dice. For it, it? I've been rolling so poorly the last few games, uh, especially for my <laughs> my character scenes. All right, so you sort of instinctually catch that that uh, um, you notice. In your instincts, it shifting to that position, going for the the punch to your chest. Uh, it is. Uh, what would you like to do? We don't need to roll initiative because it's just you and them. Then, uh, I Timber wouldn't um, speculating what this is. Yeah. Um, he wouldn't. Uh, really try to like attack back but he would probably try to lightly do the same thing back almost like sparring so mm -hmm. he would try to repose or parry and then do a palm strike back at his chest okay sorry i'm just pulling up the character mm -hmm. sheet um <clears throat> all right go for an attack That's a 17. Uh, 17 hits. All right. I, I roll damage, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's uh, going to be seven damage. Okay. All right. So you see when you, when you hit the creature back or the entity, the shadow entity, um, you feel purchase when you hit it. It doesn't, you know, it's not ethereal. Um, it feels like you're sparring, um, as you did back at the monastery. Um, and the creature does sort of stumble back a bit before immediately going back into its pose, laser focus on you, um, you know, seeing this, uh, see, it's, it's it keeps throwing you off because it's the visage of you and these uh, celestial eyes, but it goes right back in for a, a, a blow. That's more like. 
Uh, that is a, uh, uh, what is your? 16. No, I'm not looking at your other stuff. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a 24 to hit. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Four. For uh, five points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And uh, you feel the shadow of this this creature as it hits you in the chest, sort of. <laughs> and I'm going to need you to make a uh, wisdom saving throw. Oof, that's not good. Um... I'm that not is a nine. Combat at all. The music's too happy. I know. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? Got a nine. I'll make this music more, more sad. <laughs> uh, you are stunned. Well, it depends on what you want Ooh. the outcome of this thing to be. As this, uh, this entity, this mirror view has uh, used stunning strike on you. Uh, Should be. I think it's a Constitution saving throw, FYI. But I would still fail it. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're I, right. It's still fail it, but I'm just FYI. I just said wisdom because this is this it's, is me it's, having it's, never played a monk. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> this is fun. I haven't uh, even gotten to level five yet, but. <laughs> <laughs> um. I know. All right. Um, so it's going to continue um, uh, attacking you, though. Okay. So that is a uh, 19 hit, so that's going to hit. You are also stunned. Nope. All right. I don't so have a turn, to... so you could just go again. No, I, that's that's what I'm doing right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, and just to paint the image, sort of, uh, you know, this... <clears throat> your kind of overwhelmed by this this what's happening to you as suddenly you feel your entire body stiffen up as the shadows almost seep into your body from this uh, entity's hand that went into your chest you feel like it entirely penetrated you and you watch as it just repositions itself and goes for another um, strike right right uh, continuing to hit you right in the chest for this one for um, seven points of bludgeoning damage um you are uh, unstunned at this point. You can respond. I will respond. I mean, it, it feels like it's I'm actually being hurt. This is not mm -hmm. like, okay. Um, You're feeling the physical pain of this. I will get back up and do a flurry of blows. Go for it. Thing. First one's going to hit with a 21. Mm-hmm. One's definitely gonna hit with a twenty-three, mm -hmm. and the last one's not gonna hit. Um, All right, go ahead and roll damage as you find your muscles loosen back up, and you reposition yourself to go in for your strike. And you flurry of blows: one, two, pop, pop, and then a miss. Thirteen um, damage. Thirteen damage. Excellent. Great. 
as the uh, this the shadowy entity you see kind of as you're hitting it, it's being pushed back and you're pushing it forward, stepping it, pushing it closer and closer and closer to the owl. As it's you can see, it's it's not like panting heavily because it doesn't have the same humanistic features, but it is definitely uh, sort of repositioning itself and kind of ready to go. Um, it is going to um, immediately uh, mirror you with a flurry of blows. So the first one misses. Second one hits. Third one misses. All right. So that is going to be just one. And that'll be seven points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, as you, as it, it's pushed back and then it quickly, you dodge out of two blows, but take one across the cheek. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, in a fit of rage, go back and attack once more. <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, first one is, uh, sorry, 20, dirty 20. That hits. Next one's a natural 20. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, the, the last one is uh, it's a seventeen. So all three hit. Okay. So I'd like you to describe to me how you defeat this former visage of yourself. Um, I would like to uh, slash it um, in its shoulder so that it's facing that it has its back facing towards me. Punch it once in the lower spine. And as it collapses to the ground, um, punch it right in the back of the neck. Okay. So you watch as it squares up to you. It, it goes for these three blows. Only one finds purchase. It knocks your head across. And you looking back in this, you know, still feeling the rage of your hybrid form, you go in, you swipe it, it across the shoulder. It spins around to its back. Before it can spin totally around and face you again, you hit it in the square of its back. The, the entity falls to the ground. And as it's trying to lift itself back up, you come down on top of it, almost as if you're about to rip its jugular out, and you palm right the back of its neck. And as you palm the back of its neck, your hand goes straight through it, and it dissipates into smoke, and you hear... You hear... You look down in front of you, and what has fallen from the smoke of this entity about a foot or two ahead of you, kind of just skid on these, you know, semi-frozen mud of the, uh, the swamp is a small blade, uh, a kunai blade. Um, <clears throat> it is, uh, it, the make of it is this strange metal that is incredibly dark. Um, it's not obsidian. It almost looks like it's a deeper darkness that no light can escape from. It's a simple weapon. Um, very few etchings on it. It's a simple black kunai with some wrappings around the handle. The wrappings look as old and ragged as the few scraps of clothes you have. I go ahead and pick it up. And I, I inspect a little bit further if there's any sort of detail on it. 
Um, <clears throat> so as you inspect it, um, well, first, as soon as you touch it, there's a feeling. Like, as soon, like there's a, almost a warmth that shoots through your arm as soon as you make contact with the handle of the blade. That just... It feels suddenly like it's almost an extension of your arm. Like, nothing's felt more right in your hands. Perfectly weighted for you. Give me a little twirl on my... my, my... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on your wolf finger? <laughs> wolf finger yeah. yeah. As you twirl it, it's... it's, it's yeah, like it... You know, it yeah. feels... You kind of throw it up in the air a few times. You catch it. It just feels so right. And it... Like every time it... Any flourish of it, it sort of like spews off kind of shadow almost like a um like water being splashed out of a bucket but it's just <sighs> and as you're sort of playing with it it's sort of feeling comfortable almost forgetting where you are you're holding it almost forgetting you're, you're even in a dream you look up and the owl is just looking down at you starry-eyed So, is this to help me? <clears throat> it doesn't, the owl doesn't speak. You've, Mostly because it's an owl. <laughs> you've, you've never, you've, I mean, you've experienced, experienced your, Rituals, and you've seen this owl once before. Um, from what you've heard from others who've experienced similar things, that it's always cryptic. There's few words, if any, spoken, and that the messages come on his terms. You've only heard about this type of interaction a few times in the history in the histories this sort of unprompted contact where the ritual is not performed and you understand that and there's an understanding too when you're holding this blade there's more expected of you than anyone else at this point and that there is, it's to help you, but it's for other uses as well. Okay. And the owl <clears throat> flashes and, and flies off into the distance. As you watch it go, you suddenly shadow and your your eyes open up in the storage room beneath the uh, beneath the um, the tower, and you feel tightly gripped in your hands is the kunai. I just go over it just to make sure it's actually real. <laughs> hey, you think you're still dreaming for a moment. You look out and you see. Uh, 
you see, well, Scarlet's not there right now. She's upstairs, but you see Cal, or you hear Cal, I guess, snoring in the other room. Uh, <laughs> Cal snoring too. Snore. <laughs> it's still the early aughts of the morning, but you feel it in that same complete feeling. Something you haven't felt in a long time. You know, you're certainly a skilled um, fighter, but nowhere near what you used to be. And this reminds you of that. Um, and as you play with it, shadows. Uh, Timber would uh, immediately start writing or on a piece of parchment. Okay. <laughs> you got it. And at that, at that moment, you do hear. Your, <sighs> or, or you hear. <sighs> <laughs> I give you so much room with the cannon, and I'm going to say that Cal snores now. <laughs> only after a battle. Only after a battle. Yeah, okay. All right, that's fair. In real life, I only snore when I'm drunk, so. Um, I think. Uh, yeah. Having not you know, been awake. Yep. Before. Yeah. Uh, we it's... can both hear our other roommate from like across the hallway, but, but I, I'm good. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh. oh, good morning, everyone. Wizwick, glad to see you're awake. You woke up, right? Wizwick is uh, actually um, upstairs. Upstairs. Oh. The only person down here with you, I think, actually is uh, would be. Timber. Uh, Timber, yeah, actually, because yeah. Wizwick is upstairs, Scarlet's on the last watch, and Kiran is uh, meditating upstairs. All right, I look, I look around a tad confusedly, and then I go over to Timber, and I'm like, "Hello, um, did you sleep well? Hey. Hopefully, free of any major personal revelations." <laughs> yes, I, I, I like hand him a glass of water for his cough. How are you, Cal? I'm well, thank you very much. Um, I slept pretty well, I think. You know, uh, I'm still, to be honest with you, I am more than a bit concerned about the shadow demon that we fought last night. That, uh, <clears throat> if I'm going to be honest, as I said, it's, that's not really something I expected that we would have to deal with, you know? Uh that really seems like something for the muckety mucks and the, the the wizards and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, well, well um, ask me this or tell me this. Okay, all right, I'll ask you this. Would you prefer it Why? to be a human mm -hmm. with flesh or a shadow no. demon? No, de I mean, yeah, no. If we're gonna fight and kill something, I'd rather it be a sh shadow demon. <clears throat> I'm also a little confused as to what that sound just was. Okay, good. I think that's Wizwick making noises with his stupid wind. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to get dressed. <laughs> and uh, I get dressed. Hey. All right, let's, let's role play you getting dressed. <laughs> All right. I... One leg at a time. <laughs> well, I'm not rude. I know there was a uh, lady present, so I would keep my, my trousers on. <laughs> um, no, Cal, 100% sleep shirtless. That's not negotiable. <laughs> um, uh, so I put on my piratey floofy shirt. It's not quite a pirate shirt, but it's definitely it's like definitely floofy. Loose. Yeah, it's oh yeah. <laughs> um, 
and my jacket and the various straps, and I go upstairs. Uh, at the same time that they had woken up, uh, um, Wiswick, you would have woken up as well uh, to notice Curon uh, in the at the end phase of his meditations. He's probably still going to be asleep for a little while while the rest of you are awake. Um, and Scarlet sort of bundled up at the top of the tower, watching out the window. Um, and you would actually see, not too far from you, actually, would be um, uh, would be Mandrick uh, sleeping in a bedroll with his three blink hounds piled up all on top of him. Oh, I wanted the blink dogs to be piled up on me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I wake up and uh, I'm feeling great. I do a little stretch as usual. And uh, I do something that's a little out of the ordinary, new thing. I, I feel some new power swelling within me. So uh, I sit down in cross-legged position and my hands like this. And I just sit very, very still and almost like a stone. And my eyes are closed, but you see, anybody who might be watching, can see little glints of light like shimmering off of my skin as if there was like little pieces of metal inside of it and then they disappear and i my eyes open and i'm ready to start the day Ooh, very nice um <clears throat> was that your new feet uh yes uh i leveled up i took nerf neblin magic as my feet mm -hmm. and it allows me to cast non-detection on myself once per day, without the material component. Excellent. Oh, you can do that now, can you? And that lasts for eight hours, Yes, right? I can. <laughs> eight hours. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Um, it's an interesting display. Um, Scarlet, I'd say you catch it from above, kind of look peeking down. Uh, you're not used to seeing Wiswick sort of in what looks like a meditative state, almost. And then, and then the actual effects that are very... Um, um, so I guess it's probably similar to when people first saw your skin crack into magma, mm -hmm. <laughs> in the sense of, although you are used to Wizwick um, engaging in the magical arts. Um, what would you guys like to do? Uh, so, uh, why don't we um, head downstairs? I head downstairs. You open the doors as Cal is about to step up outside. You guys do that awkward run into each other in the hallway. Morning, friend. Hey, guys. What's up? Um, did anyone, uh, did everyone sleep well? I guess I should ask. Hmm. I dreamt pretty good dream. I mean, nice. I, I guess, yeah, I, it was like the blink dogs were hopping over a fence. Oh, that great. sounds awesome. Tell me about it when we, when we walk back to town today. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, did you have any major personal revelations? <laughs> I can do this now. And it I sounds cast ridiculous. On myself. Wait, what'd you cast? Sorry, I didn't hear it. I cast Disguise Self on oh. myself. What do you look and like? And I, uh, I turned into an old man. Good lord! Who's slightly taller. Here. Yeah, who's, <laughs> who's, who's a maximum of one foot taller. <laughs> <laughs> That is incredible, my friend, and can come in a lot of... I can see how that can be very handy, especially if we keep engaging in illicit activities like we have been. My bones are so brittle! <laughs> He's just spot on! Look at him! 
I'm like looking around like, guys! <laughs> it's at it's at Wiswick in his old man form shouting, My bones are all so brittle! Uh, that uh, you see Mandra just like, like sits straight up uh, being awoken by that in the midst of his blink hounds that all like kind of like are startled awake so they all all blink away immediately. <laughs> And he's just, what's that? What is that? Oh. I turn back. <laughs> and then I can't all scare the, the dogs. And all the blink hounds blink back to, to around uh, uh, Mandrick and start to wa- awaken him with uh, face licks. Morning, friend. Yes, oh. rough night. How did you all sleep? Excellent, free of personal revelations, as always. Do you ask that every morning? I know you didn't ask the question. But... Only, only three times, and then the, the humor runs out. <laughs> it is. It does seem like every morning Cal asks everyone that, so it's not out of character. <laughs> um, so I, I say we have a light breakfast, um, and then we gather our things and we head out. Who's with me? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome! I high five, or I go for a high five. Uh, uh, Timber's still downstairs behind him in the storage. Yeah, and you all notice that Timber has not come with you upstairs. Um, Or Cal, I guess you notice that Timber has not come up. The rest of you, I guess, would presume that Timber is still asleep. Kiran is still meditating. He's probably got another hour of meditation before he'll um, awaken. I'm still up on the vantage point. I haven't come down yet. Would you like to keep an eye out, or you just want to stay up there? I just want to stay up there. And brood away. Brood away. (laughs) Uh, Bacon or eggs or both or gruel. We have gruel. What else (laughs) we have? What's in like a ration kit? Well, (laughs) Mandrick actually actually interrupts you at this point and just sort of says, um, in so many words, you know, there's not much use for all this food is going to go to waste. I'll, uh, I'll just crack into uh, the rations we have here. I can Excellent. cook some. I can cook some eggs if you'd like. I will help you, and I help him. Okay. All right. Uh, you work with uh, <laughs> you work with Mandric over the next uh, uh, chunk of time to cook some some lovely eggs, uh, bacon. Uh, he makes a fresh uh, pot of tea. He finds. He doesn't find glasses or uh, teacups to serve it to everyone else because since he only has one teacup he finds old flasks of the uh archdruids that he promises are clean um (laughs) and uh um breaks into his like his spices everything because he's he's leaving he just he knows all that he's leaving a lot of this behind so you uh um it's a really quite a uh, bountiful feast to have after a an evening of battle with shadow demons so, um, I, I'm no expert on this. I've said many times. Does anyone uh, have any speculation as to what that shadow demon was? Um, sure. I mean, I've always got a speculation or two. That's uh, fair. Uh, I just went Australia. That's fair. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, 
are they? Do you think they're accurate speculations, or do you just have some speculations? Because like I could be like, yeah, it was a frog, but I don't, you know. Well, I mean, there's a lot of magical ghosts out there. It's mm. really hard to pin it down. There's the okay. kinds that curse you and follow you around wherever you go. See, that doesn't sound good. There's the kinds that are bound to an object or a location and usually defend it. Uh, okay. There's the kinds that are have some reason to stay in the world because they... Uh, did something bad in life or mm. maybe they have some sort of regret that mm. keeps them tied to the mortal plane like my uh friend. those guys can get pretty scary they don't die very easily yeah um yeah i i mean there's a lot of different options it's really hard to tell off the information that we have so we need salt right salt fights ghosts that's what they used to say right i mean i'm not sure but it does taste good mm. <laughs> Yes, they're ghosts and slugs. Same thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Wizard, you, you would recall uh, the night prior that, and this is not necessarily for you to add anything, just to, to keep track of, that uh, Kiran was able to identify that the creature was uh, an aberration um, in the uh, sense of uh, sort of what kind of uh, monstrosity it was or monster it was. So... Um, we could speculate it was an aberrant ghost. <laughs> Possibly it's some sort of mutated monster that has uh, gathered some sort of shadow magic that allows it to dissipate like that. Hmm, okay. Interesting. So salt still, do we think? <laughs> As you yeah, say, salt, salt still. Uh, uh, at that point... Um, Mandrick comes up with a, a little tray of, of tea, or with one teacup and uh, flasks for each of you. <laughs> uh, little glass vials, uh, um, potion uh, flasks, essentially. Uh, and as he's coming up, he just sort of he just sort of uh, curses and he's salt's not going to help you against that thing. You're speaking as if we didn't just get accosted last night by this. Like, it's a joke. It no, is. No, it's not. Oh, no, it is. No, it's not a joke. <laughs> Damn it, Whitwick. Um, it, no, it's not a joke. I just, uh, I use humor to deflect from when I'm scared. It just, I would ignore me. <laughs> and he, he sits down, he places the uh, the tray down between you all, looks up to Scarlet and uh, sort of nods to her if he ca she catches his eyes. You should eat something. Have some tea. We'll be there in a minute. Right. Uh, uh, Kiran uh, wakes up. <laughs> Good morning, <I'm> friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's perfect. I yes. Nailed it. Um, nailed I don't it. Know, I don't know what we're doing. Um, I think we should go home. <laughs> is that so perfect? Oh, so good. Was that Daniel Radcliffe as a child? Well, uh, that's basically what it is. It is. It is. It's just. It's a Harry Potter child. <laughs> is that Parvati Patel? All right, let's head out. Um. <clears throat> okay, Tim Timber comes back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remind me to never leave. <laughs> remind me to never miss an episode. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's what happens. You're, you're 90% quiet except for the few sentences your castmates try to do your voice. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so. All right, so you guys uh, want to pack up and start heading out. Now, yeah. I need you to let me know how you're doing this because you are carrying a very large crate of mandrake root. I was going to sling it over one shoulder like a boss. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to move very slowly if you do that. Uh, well, that doesn't seem effective. Um, I'll just, we can just trade uh, off. I wanted, to, I wanted to look around for two sticks. Oh, two, make two a palanquin two. for it? Yeah, like a, you know. You go yeah, two, two people. Yeah. Okay. I um, you, you, it's easy <laughs> enough to find. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of the sticks around here are, are pretty wet, but they're you can find some sturdy branches off of these trees that you can fashion into uh, what you're thinking of. And then, uh... don't take the top off; our faces will melt. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes. We're in a we're in a silly mood tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Tim, Timber's not going to offer to carry it, but he's going to give ideas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Who, who the fuck else can carry it? Kieran. <laughs> and Scarlet is oh. not either. Like, I'm not going to say that men have to carry it, but like, come on. Uh, Mandrick. So, the two uh, physical damage combat guys should probably be the ones that carry it. <laughs> uh, Timber, uh, you guys would remember that Mandrick did say that there was a small cart. Uh, somewhat north of the swamp. It just doesn't have, there's no horse or anything to carry it. So, I mean, you'd have to pull it together in some way, essentially. But it might be a little easier. That sounds like So you can travel at a normal pace and not a slow pace. Okay. You say no, north of the swamp? How's that like north of the swamp or just to the north? No, no, no. Like very, not very far north of the tower. I meant. All right. I'm going to, yeah. we're going to go get that. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. No, that's easy enough. Um, Wiswick will help with the cart, but he'll just push from behind and like just like pretend to push from behind. <laughs> <laughs> we stop abruptly and he just bangs. <laughs> Excellent. Um, uh, you notice uh, Kiron does uh, look out uh, and do his own little perception check, uh, looking for his wood elf friend. Well, that's a very useless nat 20, but he got it. <laughs> uh, just to notice that his wood elf friend is gone. Nice. Uh, so, well, at least uh, we know he's gone. Yeah, so Kiron relays to the group <laughs> that the wood elf seems to have moved on. Um, the, uh, the, the, um, uh, the general's captain, the wood elf, has seems to have moved on damn you fucking nailed that dude yeah, so good. <laughs> oh i hope that uh stefan appreciates it <laughs> but uh all right so um you're heading back through the swamp um pass without a trace wait no 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 that's not a good idea we're not, no. we're not stealthing we yeah, we're just uh, we we're cart. just gonna load the <laughs> cart with the mandrake and any other big. Do we have any other bulk equipment, guys? Do we have any other bulk equipment that needs to be loaded on here? Yeah, I don't think so. Mm. All right, let's let's do it up. Let's do it yeah, up. You probably don't want to slow yourselves down too much, and it's not a very large cart. Um, 
All right. Uh, I mean, there is a like very small seat on it, as if it could be like a plow of some kind, or or uh, uh, it could be like a, an actual rideable cart if Wisdom wanted to hop on there. <laughs> uh, I think cart. before before we leave, I want to like try and find some extra clothes or something like that, uh, possibly just to cover up our satyr friend. I'm, I'm going to go up to him and I'm going to say, Hey, um, I don't know if you've ever been outside of the swamp, but I don't know how people are going to take you traveling with us, and we wouldn't want to put you in a precarious situation. So I think it's wise if you keep yourself hidden. Maybe you uh, could ride along in the cart. Everyone's pulling on the satyr. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he looks at you, he's sort of like... It takes him a second to, like, realize he hasn't left this area in so long that he's, like, thinking about, oh, yeah, that's right, societies. And societies are prejudiced and, and uh, uncomfortable with satyrs. So he does uh, sort of without wordlessly step into his, uh, step out over to his uh, hovel. He does come out with a, a pretty large cloak that he covers himself with, but it's, it's hard to really, without, like, magic, make him not uh, clearly inhuman if anything the cloak will at the very least make him look kind of like a tiefling as opposed to a full-blown uh satyr so he's somewhat um kept uh, uh hidden better than he was without it he drapes the cloak over himself puts a rather large hood over his head you can still kind of see the uh the crescents of his horns um but for the most part if you don't look at his feet uh that are hooves uh he looks like a uh a, a, a well-cloaked tiefling. Somewhat suspicious. Great. Very, <laughs> like, very uh, niche. Very fancy. I love it. Uh, if you say so. Would you, um, would you like my hat to maybe try and cover up something? I, I'm not sure. You can't have my hat. I'm not sure if, uh, not sure if that hat will fit me. Oh, understood. And, and as Cal turns away, you see a very visible relief. <laughs> that he hides from from Mandric. Excellent. <laughs> a hat is a precious uh, treasure. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he's from a distance. No one's going to recognize him as a satyr, but up close, he's very clearly a satyr in a cloak. I just realized that people in in chat asked me to flex, and they I'm did. Very they did. <laughs> I mean, people are just, just. I mean, this is what happens when you describe your character as conventionally attractive. <laughs> yeah, the character is. I look like a pig wolf. <laughs> uh, All right. Moving on. Moving on. So how do you want to move back through the swamps? There are, there is still a harpy uh, village that is active. They're on the other side of the swamp, though. True, true. They, uh, you're not sure, though. You haven't gone back into the swamp to know how alert they still are, because last you looked, they were still flying around at night in the night uh, on high alert after the attack on the village. From our multiple paths, were there any that avoided both the harpies and the lake? Or the, the swamplands? I, I think it's the one that we took to get here. It's the one yeah. that went to the tower. Yeah, the one that leads straight to the tower is the furthest from uh, 
there's uh it's the furthest from the large lake in the middle or the large pond in the middle and it is literally the furthest uh from the uh harpy um den well i think that's the way we should go i agree i say we just go without making too much noise and too much kerfuffle and we just walk calmly out of here like we belong that was not a character at all sorry I say that we just walk into <laughs> there. I mean, there is also technically a passage to the north through, but it's unfamiliar to you. I don't. Whichever, I say we just. I yeah. say we just leave. I say we just leave the way we came in. We know how to get back to the road from there, and we can just nice and calm. I I put myself in front of the cart like a plow horse. And I start walking. <laughs> <laughs> I say while you're walking, it makes you fondly think uh, to the days in the Sivian Arctic Waste when you had at least had some horses to pull the yeah. cart. <laughs> um, can we get a, a brief flashback to when I was made to pull like sledges of rocks around for weight trading when I was younger? Yes, absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. <laughs> Cal's, Cal's kind of eyes glaze over as he's pulling this cart as he thinks back to uh, like like ropes strapped over over his arms and he's just pulling these large slabs yeah. of stone uh, for for his uh, endurance training. For his tailoring training. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, for, you know, clearly tailors need to be able to drag large slabs of rock. <laughs> um all right so you guys enter into the swamp uh would you like to go like slowly through the swamp and and sort of stealth and keep quiet all right i, I would like a collective stealth roll um whoa, 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 whoa. yeah if we're, if we're deciding to, to stealth then i'm gonna pull past patch without a trace <laughs> Of course you are. So, of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that. Uh, I love that dramatic. Like as, as Tim says, pass out a trace. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, we're just no, that clear. Plus ten, right? That's yeah. Plus so 10. plus ten. If you you guys have to stay clustered together, which is not hard. There's not too many of you close to timber. Um, as the shadows sort of, it's kind of weird. You know, it's still it's still yeah. uncomfortable. Maybe for uh uh. Cal, who has a, d a distaste for magic, as sort of... It's not a these... distaste as much as just a mental block. Yeah, as these weaves of uh, shadow kind of fuse to your uh, uh, your bodies, and as far as you know, you are much stealthier. Is the, uh, it's the distaste, is it in Cal or is it Tim? I mean, it's, I know it's in Tim. Is it really in Cal, though? <laughs> I think it's more... I think it's more Tim as the distaste, yeah, and Cal has the block. Yeah, <laughs> Cal's just like... Cal, he what, he just he looks at magic. He goes, "Well, I'll never understand that." So. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, what, what did we get, uh, Cal? You first. Thirty. Fair enough. Uh, Wiswick. Twenty-six. Uh, uh, Timber. I got a net twenty. And Scarlet. Y'all beat the rogue. I got a twenty-three. Oh, excuse me, while I uh, roll for uh, Loudy Mc. Male pants. Uh, <laughs> his disadvantage. Oh, he still has the plus ten, so he's gonna make it. But yeah, he got a he got a twenty two. I totally uh, forgot about my. I totally forgot about my disadvantage. I got a twenty three. Okay. Thank you for your honesty. Uh, I always forget that you have uh, the uh, heavier armor on. 
Because my care my painting doesn't have it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't but I imagine you have like mail underneath it. Yeah, yeah, I have a mail shirt. Yeah. All right. So, you occasionally in sort of the morning uh, air, because uh, it's it's um it's probably around you know it's not super early because uh, you guys took an extended long rest to have a watch. Um. Yes, Timber. Uh, am I damaged? Oh, good call. Uh, um, you know, uh, that's, I would say, yes. Okay. All right. That's good, good to know for multiple reasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. How um, do you feel about spell slots? What do you mean? Do I have them? Oh, yes, yes. You all got long rests. It's just a matter of okay. Tim got the shit kicked out of him in his dreams. Right. Uh, <laughs> all right. And the damage was real, as is his new fancy kunai. Um, so, Timber, you are. You feel very uncomfortable. You're not tired, but you're you're hurt, you're bruised up okay. pretty bad. Um, <clears throat> sorry, yeah, I was describing Sorry, things. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my place entirely, but that was a good interjection. Uh, so you're moving through these swamps. It's, uh, you know, the day before it was overcast. There was no sun out. It was, it was mostly night when you're moving through them. It's no better during the day. It's, if anything, uh, uh, worse. There's some bugs coming out, um, kind of awakening as the spring's coming. And uh, it's it's a slightly um, more humid day. Um, the snow is melting. You hear that drips from the trees. Um, as there's just a, a less threatening fog, but still kind of that thick fog moving around. Um, you occasionally hear in the distance a, uh, a harpy. Um, you see a few of them in the sky. You, there's probably one or two moments where you all have to kind of uh, fellowship with the ring style, get down low, hide behind some rocks. Crabhain from Tunland! From Tunland! <laughs> no. uh, that's that's the thing we do in the show. We do the first three notes of every song. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you are able to make it back to the stone. Um, and so yeah, you're at the stone. You see the two you, the two corpses of those harpies are gone, probably taken back by the other harpies to be scavenged and eaten. Um, you are about to leave the swamp. Is there anything you'd like to Wait! do? Take yes. the gems! I want the gems from the stone! That's, that's literally exactly why I said, is there anything you want to do? Because I was like, Wizwick wants those fucking gems. <laughs> Give them to me! Um, oh, yes. My eyes glow as I cradle them in my arms. Yeah, so Wizwick, you get three... Um, Gems that are, are, are uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you have the key, the three keys to this tower, essentially. Um, He's going to sell them. So. <laughs> oh. I mean, I uh, might want to just keep them. They're pretty. They're very costume jewelry. <laughs> it's frizz. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you got the three gems. As soon as you take the gems, you sort of see at the different uh, entry points of the land, you don't see the like vine shoot up into the wall, but you see them sort of come back to life and sort of those slightly barely moving vines that with a decent perception check you could see uh, <laughs> are sitting there. Um, and uh, as far as you know, the tower is protected at this point. So no one's getting in there necessarily. Um, and maybe no one's getting out. Um, 
but WizWick, you can mark down they have three warding gems. Uh, keys to the uh, Archdruid's Tower. Keys to Brackenhill. <laughs> Not Brackling Glen. <laughs> All right, so you guys are... Got it. it takes you uh, um, <clears throat> a large part of the, uh, the, the morning and the early afternoon to get out of the swamp and then back to the main road. Um, you get back to the main road around, um, I'd say, 3 o'clock, 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and, yeah, you have a little, probably, you're a little tired at this point. It's rough getting through the swamp. Um, but the roads are in much better shape than they were when you were coming here. There's no storm. It's a clear, sunny day with only a few clouds. Um, and Ugh. you can start heading south. Yeah, let's, let's oh, make some hours of headway. I don't know if we can make it all the way back today, but we might be able to, so... No, yeah. we can't. We definitely can't. Let's make a few hours of headway. You could probably well, make it back to that same spot. The stones. The stones. Yeah, let's go to the um, stones. You may have to go a little... You may have to go a little beyond your uh, your, your capabilities, but it wouldn't be too much. You could, and you'd be able to rest right when you get to the stones. Um, all right, so can I get a marching order for uh, trekking down the road? And is anyone switching off with Cal for the cart? Honestly, you can if you want, but I think I'll be okay. Cal. <laughs> <laughs> cart all day. <laughs> I'm going to be in the back. Okay. My right, master so got... just make me carry stones out like this at, at full... For Taylor, it's needlework. <laughs> yes. Oh, is that for your tailoring? <laughs> <laughs> yes, entirely. You see, it's all about the wrist strength. <laughs> all right. Uh, so who's uh, who's in the front? I imagine, I imagine probably not me. Yeah, I imagine. Kieran imagine yeah, I'll say Kieran's in the front, keeping those those elven eyes on the road. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> Timber, where are you? Uh, middle. Middle. Not feeling great. Uh, it, yeah, Wizwick, you're with the car, I assume. Yeah, or... I'm pushing from behind. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wizwick, you're a good friend helping me with this. You're very welcome. I've got like one finger on it. <laughs> <laughs> Say Mandrick is right behind Wizwick um, and in front of Scarlet. Um, all right, so, <clears throat> all right, so you're going to travel probably for another four hours or so into the night, um, to get, it'll get you to the, uh, um, the, uh, stones that you, you found just off the road a couple days prior. So this is, this is the, uh, 6th of Urvala, uh, <laughs> first month of the, of the, the, no. No, Urval is the month. No, it's... I know, but not the gloaming, it's I'm the not... other one. Oh, the uh the Vala. <clears throat> it's Sturzdog. That's the day. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Easter's dog. All right, let's go. <laughs> uh so this is the I'm just uh, I'm trying to uh, reference the days that you've been on uh, on this quest for your uh your 7 days. This is the it took you a day and a half to get there. And then you spent the night. So this is the third day of the seven days you have. Making great time. So this is the end of the third day. You would be getting to this stone. I will say it's it's um, 
it's much, uh, you can see much further in the fields on these days. Before you had your vision obscured to like 50 feet with the uh, the storm. So you're, as you're walking down the roads, you know, it's, it's a very uh, peaceful um, visage as these sort of, you notice in the distance, farmers are starting to prepare their fields for the uh, tillage season. Um, you can really see the expanse of farmland that is Tresix. Um, you know, as most of the snow um, is melting, there's very little snow left. Um, it's a beautiful day. Um, and you wonder, and it's, you're essentially in Indiana. <laughs> it's the, uh, I was going to say, if, it, if it's cold, I kind of might like take a little pity on Cal and let him borrow my ring for a while. Uh, I would say it's 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 above freezing for sure. It's definitely not like spring spring weather yet, um, but it's it's comfortable. I um, mean, he's probably going to get a little warm carrying that uh, mm. that wagon uh, for twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, you but don't know you don't know the strength of a tailor. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to have that strength for those uh, gotta have strength. needles. Um, <clears throat> okay. There's a few things just while traveling. Uh, I want to start telling people about what I discovered in mm -hmm. the uh thing. Like, I'm not gonna be like, hey, everybody gather together. No, I'm just gonna like go to specific people and talk to them about it. So, yeah, first I just go up to uh Timber and I explain in more detail the box I gave him and how it's used for. You, you can use it for your alchemy supplies. Mm -hmm. It will conjure a flame that will increase the uh, efficiency of your potions. Ah. Good to know, Wiswick. Thank you. You're very welcome. And uh, if you want to give me a little look at that mask sometime, I'd be happy to identify it. Uh, I feel much better now. I don't got, think it's going to do anything bad. You got some points, but not all of the points you need. Well, uh, maybe I could earn a few more. How about that new swanky-looking weapon you've got there? You want me to identify that? No. That's okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe later, then. Uh, <laughs> buddy, when next I find a, a, a piece of magical item, you can, you can identify that, okay? I actually go up to Cal next, and I say, Hey, Cal, you're doing a great job up here. <laughs> Cal's like, <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, you know, I'm finding it's less in the shoulders than I expected. It's more in the calves. And some in the quads. I'm definitely getting a little bit... Sorry. Well, I got something for you, kid. And I take out my uh, my token with a swan on it. Age? Okay, lovely. And I, I put it in his pocket as he's pushing. And uh, I tell him, uh, yeah, this little swan token, I thought it was right up your alley. Very fancy, very elegant. Oh, lovely. You, What's it do, sorry? Just don't get it. Yeah, just don't get it wet. Because <laughs> you might crush yeah. yourself. It might just destroy you. It's, it's pretty much just add water kind of thing. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, it summons a giant boat. It I looks like a big swan. Well, that sounds phenomenal. If you could put it in... Um, my pack, I'd imagine, that, that's going to get the least wet. I'd rather... I'm sweating right now, you know? So I don't want to <laughs> have it near me. <laughs> All right. I, I wrap it you up in a little I, piece I, of Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna one day have it rain and Just be like randomly. Hey Cal, where'd you put that token? <laughs> I would be like, to what? You're like that token we found thirty sessions ago. <laughs> Rips open your bag and everything. The wide cut of the house we're in, it just fucking explodes. <laughs> Just a swan head sticking out of the top of the house. <laughs> oh, maybe this is a good idea to give you that. It's too late. I know. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, is there anything, anyone else you'd like to talk to, Wizwick? Or is there any, also after this, is there anything anyone would like to do? Because it is a long journey. Uh, I'm actually going to go up to Kira. Okay. <laughs> I will uh, do minimal with him, but uh, if you, there's something you want to talk to, tell him or give him. Hey, Kieran, just wanted to let you know. Oh, Wizwick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Stop talking. I've got more important things to say. I just learned a cool spell called Comprehend Languages, and it's going to be great with figuring oh. out all those things that we were trying to decipher from that'll you know, be the... very helpful with all the strange languages we've been encountering yeah the diary the pallid mask uh book uh, a bunch of other junk i'm sure well i look forward to studying those with you when we're back in imagine set yeah we've got a few extra days before we have to uh check in with the uh general so we might want to do a little study session that sounds great uh and then i scurry off over to uh bye scarlet <laughs> i don't say bye <laughs> <laughs> this is like uh, uh it's like in between missions on mass effect you have to check in for your crew members <laughs> right now, right now, I feel very uh, close called? to you right now. Uh, romance options. Yeah, romance. Yeah. <laughs> Wizwick's looking for all those romance options. It's not working out great for him. <laughs> the librarian's not that into you. <laughs> Cal likes tall gnomes. <laughs> I can make that happen. I got one extra foot now. Oh Jesus! All right, carry oh, on. Yeah. Well, that's that's gonna be our next shirt. Is this Bracken joke that's happening in chat? Yeah, right. We're the Brackens now, apparently. Oh, this will never. This will haunt me forever. Yeah. <laughs> I can paint a. Be I'm gonna draw a beautiful map of this world, and everyone's gonna be like, "Look at all these Bracken ridges everywhere." Everything. <laughs> like it's I'll it, post it in Twitter, and someone will edit out all the names of the cool brackets, places, just yeah, like Bracken, Bracken, Bracken. Bracken. <laughs> What's this world, Bracken? <laughs> we right, need to find sorry. some brackish wow. ocean so we can use our boat. Oh my gosh. Advantage in Bracken. Oh no. no. Alright, we just make you going up to Scarlet. <laughs> hey Scarlet, you still mad at me? Yes. I give a puppy dog guys. No, those don't work on me. What do you want? Yeah, I already knew that. Um I don't want anything. I just wanted to check up. Uh, did you find anything cool in that, uh, in the tower? I got some cool magic items I've been tossing around. Kind of ran out of them. You don't get any, but, uh, maybe next time you're the first on my list. Great. I just uh, Okay. Wispick <laughs> <Okay. laughs> is downhearted. She's having none of it, man. <laughs> Uh, anything else? 
Oh, oh, wait. Um, I I can do this thing now. I I can help you with your uh your scrying problem now. All we need to do is spend some money when we get back to town. Really? You sure yeah, you can yeah. do it? Because you told me you could do it last time and you couldn't. Well, I, I wave my hand, and as my hand goes across, like, you could see my skin, and you see little glimmers of stone, like, flash for just a second, and I say, Yeah, um, I tried the aura out today, and it worked perfectly. Uh, I should be immune to all scrying effects and divination spells. Uh, it could be something that would be useful for you. Uh, we just need to get the right components for me to cast it on others. Well, I'm only going to allow that if you stick with us and we don't leave it. I'll stick with you, but, I mean, you don't have to be bossy about it. I was going to do it anyway. <laughs> I just keep walking. The road goes around. So, yeah, so the, as Scarlet's, uh, as the, uh, Brooding rogue ignores her compatriots' attempts at reconciliation, um, <clears throat> and Cal starts to breathe heavily, uh, <laughs> starting to definitely get tired. Um, uh, <clears throat> you know, you you're very exhausted by the time you reach it. Each of you are, Cal. You're extra exhausted um, when you reach. It's and the sun has set at this point. Um, it's very much dusk. There's just that little shred of orange at the uh, horizon. As you reach the uh, ruined statue that you took shelter in um, the uh, the previous uh, two nights ago, uh, what would you like to do? Sleep. Sleep. Can I look for the symbol I carved first and then sleep? Uh, yeah. Give me an investigation check. Oh my god! A one. One. A four. So somehow, somehow, <laughs> even though you carved it in there, <laughs> you can't find your symbol. Uh, I mean, it's a, a it's a wall of carvings and and, and you know medieval graffiti. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. There's a lot of what, is it? what are those gnomes' names? I have them in my other notebook. Um, Enric and uh, uh, I forgot the other one. Yeah, by the way, I wrote those down, and I completely lost them. <laughs> oh, I have them. I actually found them today, so don't worry. <laughs> um, Curon and his ridiculous passive perception. It's like, what, like yeah, 22 or something like that? Uh, can someone actually pull... Does it, someone have Curon's page up right now? One second, I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, armor class. What are we looking at? Where do I even find passive protection? It's on the left side. Uh, passive wisdom insight, passive int, passive was perception 23. What's the uh passive um int one, which is investigation 16. Right? Yes, okay, man. I'm never gonna be able to hide anything from you guys. Uh, <laughs> so I will say, Kiran notices something. I just gotta play Kieran this whole time. Kieran, uh, you I notice? Know, I guess I have, same, I have the same passive investigation. Oh, do you really? Oh, yeah. excellent. Um, Find my symbol. 
No. Yeah, I'm not. This is not an elaborate way to to have Wiswick be like, look, Scott, look, Scott. <laughs> I'd say uh, I'll say it this way, Wiswick. You notice Kiran starting to kind of look around at the ground around the um, the, uh, and looking just sort of about the uh, the space and seeing him look around. You start to look around as well, and you notice that the it's very subtle, but it looks as if you someone stayed in this spot in between the time you slept here two nights ago and now so that the, the previous night um it looks like uh the camp was used um last night um so do with that as you wish uh could i possibly decipher which way they went Depending uh, on like, like I just do, do a, a investigative track around the area to see if I see any footprints going certain ways. Yeah, you can do a more in-depth, because uh, this is a passive for investigation. So you can do an actual investigation check to try to discern more. All right. And I'd say the rest of you, as you're trying to sleep, would notice uh, Wiswick starting to like pace around the, uh, the camp. Uh, I got a nine. <clears throat> nine, okay. So I wouldn't, I'd say it's hard to discern which way they went. Uh, all you can discern is that the camp is much more disturbed than it was before. And there's a lot of tracks over tracks over tracks. So it seems as though it was probably a group that was larger, like you guys. It wasn't just sort of like a merchant on the road, just sitting, catching some Zs in there. It was probably a group of individuals. Hmm. Uh, folks, it looks like uh, there were some other people who were using this as their campsite recently, maybe last night. A large group. It's okay. I don't know which way they went. It's okay, Wiswick. They're not here now. Just keep alert for tonight. Can I find a small round, not round, spherical, sorry. <laughs> yeah, easy. <clears throat> Alright, I'm going to do some foam rolling before I go to bed. Lovely. <laughs> this this somehow this campaign's gonna turn into Cal like running a gym in uh in the capital. <laughs> like he's just gonna retire from adventuring. That's gonna never be go back to Enduris and just be like Thursdays at seven is gonna be uh, Cal's gym. Cal's gym, yeah. <laughs> Average tailors. It's like uh yeah, it's an exercise <laughs> video uh <laughs> um okay so who is sleeping is anyone doing watch is there any any what's going on everyone's passing out guys i'm sorry i'm I'll gonna be a little bit selfish and and just just yeah. go to sleep. cal uh, should yeah, not yeah, do ahead. any watches uh timber <laughs> is be gonna be selfish too and fall asleep i'll do the first one okay i'll do the second and uh kiran's gonna volunteer to to do the second and third one, since he only, bastard only needs four hours of sleep. <laughs> you did it to yourself, Get the Seder to chime in. It it's only yourself. fair. Uh, the Seder, I, I will say, he he is not looking comfortable. Like he's he, the longer the day went on, the more Mandrick started to get more nervous. I think the further you can surmise, the further from the swamp he's getting. The more nervous he's getting, he's sleeping in like sort of a huddled 
um, um, ball with his hands like this. He looks, but he's like very much awake and can't sleep and just sort of staring off into the distance. He's, he's not handling it well right now. Um, we'll see how that goes into the next day, but uh, for now, he'll probably stay awake during the first watch and, and, and somewhat help, but he's a little bit too disturbed. Um, so Scarlet, you're taking the first watch, and then Wiswick is taking the second, Kieran the third. All right, Scarlet, uh, give me a perception check. Thirteen. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you know the it's a uh, lovely night. Uh, it's cool air uh, that just just right temperature. It only gets a little chilly around hour three of your watch. Um, That's all right. I got lava skin. Yeah, you. I mean, you don't just don't get chilly. So, <laughs> um, I think we decided that during the la the uh, snowstorm session. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a very beautiful night. Um, you know, you you have a lot in your mind. You're thinking a lot about your past, and you're keeping decent watch, but not perfect watch. Um, you hear wolves in the night. All sorts of animal life kind of coming alive as the gloaming recedes further and further back into memory uh, of this month. Um, but your watch goes without uh, without much disturbance. Um, you mostly just occasionally hear some muttering from Mandrick as he mutters to himself. <clears throat> but Wizwick wakes up, ready to take the second watch as Curon also comes out of his trance. Wizwick. Would you like to give me a perception check? Sure, but I want to add one small thing that I will be doing during my watch while the others are asleep. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just not really, like, just randomly take Murder pieces of grass. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm going to take little pieces of grass uh, that I find, just the longest pieces of grass that I see. Maybe some flowers, whatever's around, whatever foliage is around. And I'm going to stuff them into my sock, and I'm going to take out some of the mandrake root, and I stuff it into my pack. And I'm <laughs> going to do this for as long as possible. Okay. <laughs> until my pack is filled with it. Okay. I, oh I guess uh, I will say then that your perception check is with disadvantage, because you're mostly focusing on pulling mandrake root out of the box and into your bag. Okay, but keep in mind, I do have superior dark vision. And Kiran is sitting next to you. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled two 18s. Get it. <laughs> Wizwick, what are you doing? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> You're not supposed to be awake. He's absolutely awake. He's actually, yeah. <laughs> my bag I will I'm just say, around. I would say give me a I'm not gonna RP this too much but just give me a sleight of hand check for uh for keeping it hidden that you're just stuffing your hands in your bag and not doing anything from a weird. passive perception of 23 Good yes I got a 10 on sleight of hand so I will say Kieran does notice you Okay, okay, Kieran, fine. Look, I'm just doing it for safekeeping. If somebody <laughs> robs us, we have a backup supply. Oh. Completely but why, it say? But why Give... is it in your sock? <laughs> don't worry about the sock. Well, I don't, I, I don't see. I'm not going to argue. 
I'll say, sake of it, <laughs> Curon stops you from doing it, but believes you that you're just keeping a few roots in safekeeping. Okay, uh, so I don't get that many. No, you get a, you get about like a couple handfuls of uh, of mandrake root. You're gonna regret this later, Curon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you got two 18s on the uh, uh, in your perception check, correct? Uh, yes, double 18s, which is a uh, double 18s. Okay. Uh, it was, no, it's not a 36. All right. Uh, I will say for uh, <clears throat> the first couple hours, well, the first hour or so, you're really focusing on your, uh, your crank, and then Kiran catches you things kind of get awkwardly silent um, and you are looking out in the southern uh, towards the southern uh, road um, Kieran's kind of keeping an eye on both roads north and south um, with his massive perception um, you notice in the distance um, at first it just looks like a, a small torch light and then starts to grow um it's very far but the fire must be pretty big if you can see it this far away um even with your double dark vision um but uh there is some something is burning in the distance um you know about uh two miles down the road uh i think i'm going to um well, it would be... Is Kiron, Kiron still awake? Yes. Hey, uh, Kiron, you see that over there? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go take a look. Um, I'm... If there's Wait, any me. problems... <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you a, should go alone? I mean, I'm just gonna take a look. I got invisibility. It's awfully far. How long will it uh, take? Two miles? Two miles is like, I don't know, 15 minutes, maybe? Two I'm miles. I'm making time. Two miles. I mean, I'm a little gnome. Two miles, if you're going slow, or if I guess if you're going fast, two miles is going to take you... If you're going slow, it takes you two... It takes you an hour. You go two mm. miles in D&D uh, &D terms. <laughs> um... If you're going medium, it'll take you 45 minutes. If you're going fast, it'll take you half hour. But you, you know, <clears throat> you'll have a hard time stealthing up. But I guess you have visibility. But it's it would take up the rest of your watch to go do it, and you might bleed into your long rest. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Wiz, stop bracking around. Perhaps we should investigate in the morning. I mean, they might not be there, but I, I, I understand it. Like somebody could be in trouble. There's a big, is that a big fire? Is it, is it something that it's, it's from this it, does distance. Does it look like a campfire or does it look like something? No, that it's definitely not a campfire. Bubbles. Like it's, it, it looks like it's, it's, it's large enough that it could be a, a it could be a brush fire. It could be a building on fire. It's hard to tell from this distance. I it's mean, definitely not Imagine Set because it's much further away. <laughs> Indurian Sims. Some people. Imagine Set's like 25 trouble. miles away. <laughs> it's not... 
Um, Look, Kiran, I'm going to be honest with you. If it were me alone, I'd go and check it out. But I've learned my lesson. I can't go off and do things on my own. I'm going to go wake up Scarlet and tell her about it. Because well, she's the one who would care the most. Why don't you... <laughs> well, technically, uh, Cal well, and she was the one Timber who should the be least, waking right? up soon. Uh, Scarlet needs to rest. Kiran, Kiran metagaming about the long rest. <laughs> she'll be mad at me, Kiran. I'm already mean, mad at you. Do, do as you wish, Wizwick. Uh, I will keep an eye on the fire. If it gets worse, I will wake up the others. I'm gonna go check it out. Okay. I mean, you, you, you make can. a good point. You make a good point. I don't know what to do. Uh, no? I, is this what you're doing, Wizwick? Yes, I'm going okay. to tell Kiran if I'm not back in an hour, wake everybody up, tell them what happened. If anything scary happens, feel free to, uh, what's it's called a half hour away at your fastest pace. Right. Right. Yeah. So if you're not back in an hour, that's You're not going to be back, yeah, <laughs> back in an hour. He'll see me coming back. I'm going to be sprinting the whole way. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, 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 that's fine. Kiran, uh, because Stefan's not here, agrees. Uh, <laughs> I'm literally gonna see what it is and then turn around. I will and go say, back. I will say, this is towards the end of your watch. So in an hour, like by the time you get back, Cal and Timber will be waking up. Um. So. Okay. Uh, just keep that in mind, just because they took the first two watches, so they're gonna wake up first. Um. You're gonna be bleeding into your rest, right? Oh well, then I'm definitely gonna wake everybody up. If it's yeah. just an hour's limit, like. Yeah, like you could wait, you can, can you can wait, wait a little while so that and wake up Cal and Timber. Um, Scarlet still needs a little bit of time. I mean, it's you know, it's a little hairy with the twelve-hour long rest. I'm not going to punish you guys. I'm not going to be like Scarlet has to sit there for four hours. Um, you know, if you if you wanted to wait uh, two hours, then I could say everyone will be awake and, and rested. Um, but that's your choice. What you want to do because you're the awake person player at the table right now. So you, you have the decision of giving everybody <laughs> oh, exhaustion. You're the awake player at the table. Kuron can do minimal because it's me playing Kuron. He can only be a funny impression. <laughs> everybody everybody gets exhaustion. Wake up! <laughs> Wake up, everybody! I will say... I'll say, at the very least, if everyone's woken up, Cal and Timber, you can still get your long rests. Thank you. I pulled so much weight 12 hours yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Scarlet and and uh Wizwick will will have to uh potentially uh take in a point of exhaustion for the next day. But we'll see, might not. Um <laughs> uh, but you all you all suddenly hear What was that? What's the that? loud familiar shouts of Wizwick the second day in the row that he's woken you up in the middle of the night. <laughs> Guys, what? I've got what? Emergency. what are you doing? Emergency. This what is an adventure. You, You've got to be ready for every any. There's a big fire down the way. He's, he's a deep gnome. He doesn't have any conventions. Stop shouting. Day and night. Yeah, time. 
Cal definitely limbers up. Day and night? I don't get that. I would say Cal and Timber, you both are full, full long rested. You just got that like groggy, like I napped at the wrong time during the day feel. You were interrupted mid-REM cycle? Yes, yes. Uh, but you can yes. use you can do the long rest on the, your character sheets. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Guys, come on. It's for the good of everybody. We gotta go check this out. Or I would say I gotta go check this out. I would say as soon as you kind of get your bearings, Scarlet takes you a little bit longer, but not, but not too long. You, it is the fire is large enough that you you don't need him to point it out. You notice it immediately that about two miles down the road, there's appears to be a large fire that's much larger than a campfire and likely a building or perhaps a large. No, that seems fire. larger than any campfire. No, this is <clears throat> this is a building that's on the road. That we came down. It's off the road. It's off. So the, the road. thing is, yes. It's so if you're if you're trying to like trajectory it from your your visuals, it's about two miles away from your camp, not two miles down the road. So it's in a different direction than Magic said. Yes, it's 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 about you know if you're trying to guesstimate in your mind as a navigator, which I guess Wiswick could probably try to do with his his art. Uh, his uh, cartographer skills. It's probably about like um, a mile off-road, um, away a mile away from you know. If you think about what you saw earlier in the day, so it's if probably it's like, a farm. if it's like south, if it, the road is south, it's like southwest. The the, the... yes, okay. it's it's okay. sac- it's southeast. Uh, it's southeast of where you are right now. Okay, thank you. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I I hurry everybody along. I say, come on, guys, up and at them. We gotta Why? go check it out. Why? Yeah. Why do we need to? That is because it's the right thing to do. What's the yes. right thing to do? Are you serious? Under gems there? Is that what you care about? No. What go back do you to bed. care about, huh? I care about getting back and living. We never get in this fucking town. All right, let's go. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. Let's go do it. Come on, Carol. Let's do it. We don't need these lazy bones. All right, so... Uh, okay. <laughs> no, so we just have all... Start heading towards the fire? Is that the plan? I'm, I'm going to go to the fire with Wiswick. Okay. Uh, all right, so Wiswick starts moving along. Cal starts to follow him. Uh, everyone else, I'm presuming, is coming too. The dagger's out! The dagger's out. He's, 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 he's going to kill him. He's ready to... Wiswick is not. <laughs> the the Wiswick 2020 campaign is not doing well. No, no, it's not. All right. So I'd say you start to head down the road. You take you veer off road. Um, assuming you want to go sort of the straightest line there. Sure. Yep. Okay. So four you... checks in the prank list. Uh, I Timber helps helps Cal out now with the um the what's it called. Wait, are we taking the card or no? We should. We're veering. We're not. We're not. If this is we're the not path, following the road, yeah. Right. If this is the path, we're going this way. I'd rather not have to muscle this cart through the woods. Well, that's what Wizwick wants to do. Well, I figured we would leave our camp here and just run yeah. over there and check it out. It's two miles. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Is Mandrick coming? Uh, I mean, Mandrick. You can tell Mandrick to stay with the cart if you want to. He's gonna freak out. Kieran <clears throat> I, I and uh, stay yeah. with the cart. You could leave. I mean, you could leave Kieran and and, and Mandrick with the cart. Yeah, let's do that. So that Mandrick doesn't freak out on his own and run away with the cart. Yeah. And I leave then... Jet with the cart anyway, too. Okay. 
so the four of you then uh, uh, head into the woods. Um, I'd say about a mile uh, towards it, you start to, it's, the fire's much larger now. You can sort of smell the smoke at this point. Um, you can I, you can sort of see from here that it's probably a, a, a building. Um, would you like to approach stealthily or are you just going right for it to see what's happening? Stealthily. Uh, okay. Is, is, is it still up? Oh, it, no, it's not up. It's, it's, it's not, not up, right. but it's oh, right, up now. But it is now because he long rested. Oh, you long rested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, well, Scarlet, you didn't need a long rest. Cal, Cal, uh, although you keeps might giving, Cal keeps keeps looking at Scarlet to make sure that she's not about to kill him. Lose out of like the side of his oh, eyes. Oh, like, I am just like just a pun intended, but staring daggers at him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, give me your uh, stealth checks with pass without a trace. Boom. Do I have to if I cast invisibility on my? Yes, you technically still do because invisibility does not muffle your sound. You just get, you get advantage, though. advantage. I okay. Well, I will be uh, casting invisibility on myself, and the advantage did not help me, but it, I doubt it'll matter. What'd you get? Uh, Wisdom. Uh, twenty-two. Pretty good. Uh, Kiran, or not Kiran? Sorry, <laughs> he's I, not here. Twenty-nine. Okay, Scarlet. 32. Yep. <laughs> uh, and Cal? 24. With disadvantage? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I mean, that's still for cast out a trace. Guys are designed. Yeah, that's great. You just did party designed to thwart all sorts of stealth things. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just want to clarify. I'm running there, and then as soon as we got close enough, the invisibility so it like started when i got cl close to the fire yeah no that's that's no problem um so as you guys start to approach the fire um <clears throat> what you see uh is uh it's a uh, it's a farmhouse for sure that is erupted in flames at this point that are lapping at the edge of this small forest because you're not there's not a lot of forestry in this part of tresix it's mostly like sort of just small groves um it's the heat is oppressive. You can feel it, even though you're like 50 feet away from the fire. Um, you can see it's starting to spread to the, the um, I mean, there's no real crops there, but there's a lot of uh, dried out um, dead plant matter there. It's starting to spread across. You hear, um, uh, you hear a scream as a woman comes running out uh, of the, uh, the house, um, you know, trying to hold on to whatever belongings she can. She cans. She can. Um, and you see an arrow fly into her back. And she collapses down on the ground. Um, and then you notice uh, coming around the uh, farmhouse is a large cart um, being pulled um, by a uh, by two horses. And you see several um, armor, like leather armored, scrappy leather armored individuals. Um, cart is loaded up. With, with, with a bunch of different whatever they could they could ransack from this house as you're watching a bunch of bandits essentially have raided this farm there's probably uh, four of them on the cart um, and as that cart starts to move um, move around back towards towards the um, the east uh, you see uh, four more bandits come out from behind the cart walking behind them you see the one with the longbow who must have killed the woman and um, 
and these eight bandits are moving away with the uh, with all the treasures that were here in this farm as they set set fire to it. Uh, it is burning in the night air. You can smell the horrid stench of whatever is burning inside. Presumably, there are probably more people dead. This woman is probably not alone in this farmhouse. The whole family is presumably dead. Um, what would you like to do? With a snarl, Cal draws his rapier. <clears throat> Just, no, there's nothing we can do. Leave uh, it. He's nonverbal, but he isn't moving at the same time. I want to go and grab his wrist, the, his, his sword hand. While invisible, uh, Wiswick puts his hand on Cal's shoulder, if he could reach that high, and tries to like tug him towards the enemies. I mean, you feel an invisible hand grab at the lower uh, lengths of your your uh, your overcoat, um, pulling you towards the farm, the burning farm. The the wagon is moving away. You hear the men laughing. I mean, it's not just men. There's men and women there. You hear them them laughing and sort of uh, reveling in the uh, completion of a raid. Um, they the laughter starts to fade, um, and you hear. Uh, oh. you hear you hear more footsteps as you see two bandits still remaining one is carrying a two-handed great axe just sort of looking around the other one is playing with a dagger as you see a uh, an older man stumbles out of the fire coughing um, the man the, the bandit with the great axe is walking towards him I run out and Stab him in the back. Go ahead and give me a uh, attack roll. Could I also have run up, but stayed invisible? And I'm uh, standing. I'm trying to get as close as I can to the woman that was shot. Can this be yeah. a stealth kill? Uh, I'm past without a trace. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm saying generally this is like sort of a. Uh, uh, more like a skill check situation than a full initiative. So you do have so I say you guys all have the chance to do something right now because they don't know you're there. They did not see you on your stealth roll. So you can do a you can I'm gonna, if you want, Cal we can do the uh, the full uh, stealth kill gambit to try to get the one hit kill as opposed to just sort of going for an attack roll. Yeah, what are your rules on that? I don't think you and I ever talked about that. Yeah, we haven't talked about it. So my, I mean, these are these are always you know, these are play testings, they're subject to change. My homebrew rules for stealth kills is um, you've already accomplished the stealth up um, so that you don't have to do. Um, the next thing is a, uh, a grapple check to essentially try to cover their mouth if you if you want to avoid them uh, uh, shouting out. This situation, you probably don't need to do that, so you can just go for the straight attack. Yeah. Um, you, get a, you get advantage on the attack based on the previous roll. So, like, if you successfully stealthed up and go for the attack, then you have advantage in the attack. And if the attack hits, it's an auto crit. Um, in normal situations, you'd then also try to do another stealth check to bring the body down, but that's not the situation. We're in just the stealth kill, not in a, like, take them out stealth kill that it's usually used for. So you have successfully stealthed up, and you can go for that advantage attack roll on them. 23. 
That definitely hits. So go ahead and roll damage. Most, oh, well, no. Uh, this is an auto kill. Um, All right. I execute a really just gorgeous lunge, and it, my rapier goes into the base of his skull and out like the front of his face. Yeah. So what, what the rest of you see is this old man is like falling out of the fire and he's coughing. He's on his knees as this guy is about to, lifting up his great axe as Cal dashes out in, in the between the smoke and the flames and just expertly finds the exact spot to get his rapier through the back of the, the man's skull and, and out through his face as he just <laughs> drops the axe and falls to the ground. The bandit with the daggers is immediately alerted now. Of, I, of your presence. I was going to say that as soon as I saw Cal running towards the first mm -hmm. one, I was going to run for the second one. Yeah, you, you definitely can you can do that. Um, Scarlet, what do you want to do? You want to go for, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say you could, you know, Cal kind of coming up yeah. didn't, didn't stealthily kill him. Yeah. He just sneak attacked him, essentially, unofficial yeah. sneak attacked him. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't say that you can do a full stealth kill on them, okay. but if you want to go up and attack them, you can. Yeah, um, I, I think. Can I like just run and just like huck a dagger at him? Yeah, and okay. technically, I mean, combat rules, you can get like assassination with this because nice. yeah, they haven't gone in the rotation. Uh, Timber would also be well, he would be following behind Scarlet and reacting to what Scarlet does. Yes. So I imagine if Scarlet's gonna huck a dagger, Timber will huck his kunai. Okay. Which I should name. I should name the kunai. Absolutely. Is now named Betty. Waystalker. <laughs> um, Betty. I'd say you can. I like ink swell. You see her uh, leap forward and, and, and toss the dagger. You can also follow her and toss the kunai. So you can both attack at the same time. Okay. Um, I got a twenty-five Wait, to do hit. I, do I have an advantage on this, Sean? Uh, no, because Cal's. Uh, Kill was not a. Um, I mean, granted, even if Cal did grapple him, the guy was right in front next it to him. So doesn't it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You guys are going to to kill this guy um, with those rolls. So, tell me how you want to kill this guy. Uh, dagger back of the neck. Okay. Kunai in the side really of his neck. <laughs> yeah. So oh, side, side side of his head. Sorry. The man so just guy... daggers. And... Yeah. Right. Like somehow. Like a, decapitate the guy with two daggers uh so uh no the the old man comes out coughing cal seeing a, an innocent life in danger comes rushing forward pierces this uh this bandit right through the back of the skull through the front of the face drops the axe the other the other bandit getting his daggers out ready to to lunge onto cal is suddenly just <laughs> starts blood starts pouring out of his mouth as he just collapses to the ground as this old this older man is just now here, <laughs> and Wiswick, you wanted to run up to the uh, woman with the the uh, arrow in her back. Yeah, I just want to check her pulse. Mm -hmm. It's very faint. She's she's probably she's on death's door. She's doing death saving uh, throws. Is there any way I can do a medicine check to perhaps uh, save her life? You can do a medicine check to attempt to stabilize her. Do I recognize any of these bandits? Uh, give me an uh, investigation check to look at them. I got an 18. Okay. You definitely, you you sort of snap the arrow. You don't pull it out because you, you know better than that. You 
start to um, apply some pressure to the wound and you for now have stabilized the woman she her pulse is still very weak but she's she's you know her breathing is hoarse but she is for the time being um, kept alive from uh, potentially uh <clears throat> bleeding out and i i imagined through struggling doing that i revealed myself yeah absolutely medicine check would be an action so <laughs> she is unconscious still um, yeah, I just figured everybody else saw me and what I was doing. Okay. What would the, re what would the rest of you like to do now? Uh, Shan, what would you get on that investigation check? Five. Um, they're unfamiliar. They just look like highwaymen, you know? They probably live in a shady camp not too far from here. Um, Tim Timber would um, help out Wiswick with the woman. Medicine check, but... Okay. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I'd say you, through your combined efforts and, and your uh, alchemical um, abilities, you're able to completely stabilize her um, and, and uh, begin tending to the uh, error wound. Yeah, Cal. do you think she needs any magical attention or like... Uh, I'd say if you if you, sp you spend enough time with her, no. You can, you can, you can uh, you know, get the arrowhead. Com working together, you can get the arrowhead out. Um, and sew it up, possibly. I don't even know. Yeah, it'll take a we while. We have if a you tailor want. apprentice, <laughs> Cal. Where Cal, you I need some needles. So the uh, the guy would fall to the ground, right? Mm -hmm. And I imagine in my head, he falls to his knees, and then I put a boot on his shoulder and just like wrench my rapier out of his skull. Absolutely. And then I look into the house. I want to see if there's anyone still moving or if I can hear anything other than fire. Give me a perception check. Uh, four. It's just the roaring of the fire. Uh, I'll turn to the old man. Mm -hmm. Is there anyone else in that? Uh, the old man, he kind of struggling through coughs. He's not. He's he's not even. Uh, he didn't even really notice what was happening. That the attack happened. That he was about to die. Even mm -hmm. he tries to struggle. He hears this. He's confused. Uh, my son I think I don't know they might have killed him <laughs> I uh, take out my my water skin and I dump it over my head and I hold my cape over my face and I go through the door I want to stop stand in his way and like and just like stop and just talk to him before he goes in if I can you have you can probably say a few sentences before okay. I'm assuming Cal is going to probably try to push through you yeah that's all I have Cal, let me do it. I'm resistant to fire. You're going to get. You're going to die if you go in there. Let me do it. Yeah, that's no. I was trying to. I'm sorry. I was trying to think what Cal would do. Uh, yeah, that would stop me. That would stop. Okay. Yeah. I just look at her and nod. Yeah, Cal. You kind of. You can kind of see in Cal's face sort of this adrenaline that's rushing through him, and that he wasn't even thinking at all. He's just let's go. Um, he backs off and you can you can now enter into the the flames um i need you as you're moving in to make mm -hmm. dexterity saving throws okay before i go in i want to take my cloak off so it doesn't get caught on anything yeah yeah because you are resistant to fire yeah you're not immune to it right right all right all right so, so throw? yep make a dex saving throw 17. Okay. 
All right, so you take one point of fire damage. Um, as the you you step in and it's sort of like you've always had this great confidence of the flame and stepping into the flame. So it's you 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 take burns like you know how much you can handle and you step in and you immediately see it's just it's chaos in there. There's beams beams a beam falls in front of you and you shield your eyes as dust and smoke uh, stings your your uh, tears up your eyes and you start looking around. Um, you can give me an investigation check or a perception check. Perception to try to listen for anyone alive. Investigation to just start looking. Uh, perception. Okay. Nope. That was a one. Okay, so you step in closer. It this the flames are even for you so overwhelming. It's hard to look around. Uh, give me another dexterity saving throw. What's this house made out of? Brick. No, it's a wood structure. House. What'd you get? Maybe it's a Brack house. Just, okay. Just, uh, you're going to take four points of uh, fire I'll just, damage. I'll just take this and, <laughs> and go in the corner. You almost, it's like as you're stepping in deeper, you feel your the magma part of your skin starting to crack on its, of its own accord, kind of reacting to the heavy flames. You, can, you, you can't hear any screams. You can't hear any struggling. Um, is there stairs? There is, a, a, there is an upper level that has a very on-fire ladder yeah. leads up to it. Mm. What would you like to do? I can't see anything or hear anything on down below. I'm gonna try and go up that ladder. Okay, give me a, a dexterity saving throw. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, you. <clears throat> just managed to get to the second level as the ladder collapses beneath you. Um, and you only take, you only take two points of fire damage. But you kind of, the ladder collapse, as you're like sort of reaching up over onto the top, the ladder collapses beneath you, you grab on and you feel the singeing on your arms. It's all, it's, it's a numb feeling to you that when fire damages you as you're able to pull yourself up. Um, it's a single platform. You do notice directly across from you, there is a, a young man, probably from what you can see, 13 or 14. Um, there is a collapsed beam on him um, that's burning. He seems, you can't tell if he's alive or dead. He is unconscious underneath the beam. Um, I'm trying to get the beam off. Give me a strength check. Four. Okay. So it takes you a while. Um, and it's painful, and, and you're uh, going to take three points of fire damage as you're trying to lift this beam off. It takes you every ounce of your being to get it off. It, it you almost feel the boy dying underneath as you're you're lifting it off. How much strength and energy it takes you, but you scream through it. Um, you lift the beam off. He, there's singe marks all over his clothes that burned through. You can see burn marks all across his body. What would you like to do? Um, I want to try and and drag him out, and we're going to have to jump down from the loft because the ladder's gone, so I'm mm -hmm. going to try and do that as gently as possible. Okay. Give me a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. Uh, with disadvantage. Reaction to uh, Featherfall, the injured man. Uh, do you have line of sight? Are you inside? 
Do you need I'm line of sight? Inside. I when I see them jumping out of the window, I can. Oh, they're not them. jumping out of the window. I'm jumping down from okay. the loft where I swear I'm yeah. getting them from. Um, what did you say, Sean? A dexterity saving throw. With disadvantage, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Twelve again. Twelve. Okay. So you're able to shield the young man from the young boy from uh, taking any damage. You do collapse on your back down, mm. and it takes you a second to get up as you do take. Um, three points of bludgeoning damage mm -hmm. and three points of fire damage. But you are able to, from there, drag the boy out with only taking five points of fire damage. As you, as you all then see, Scarlet, her her clothes singed, some some literal flames licking off of her clothing. Um, as she's dragging this this badly burnt young man out of the fire towards you. I'll run over and help her carry him. Yeah. Cal immediately comes up, grabs the boy, and starts to pull him further away as Scarlet, you kind of just collapse back, having suffered a significant amount of damage. Um, could have potentially, if you weren't resistant to fire, could have killed you um, or knocked you unconscious in a burning building. Um, the boy is completely unconscious. He is alive, barely. Um, like, if you don't do something to stabilize him, uh, there's no... You couldn't get him back to Kiron in time before he would die. Wiesmick. Um Or whoever has medicine. Uh, I, don't... I, I would want run over and, and try to uh, stabilize him. I'd imagine you're better at it than I am. While he does that, I'm going to go over to Scarlet and put out the fire that she's yeah, on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, like one of those frantic, like... Yeah, I could uh, possibly be trying to slowly put it out with prestidigitations. Yeah, I don't even notice definitely. it. Um, it's, it's, you can definitely get Scarlet out. Uh, Timber, what'd you get for that? 21. Oh, nice. Uh... <clears throat> So it takes a lot, and you kind of have yeah, to. I was gonna say. You you call out to Scarlet uh, to to see. I mean, she's pretty badly injured, but you to see. You call out to everyone to see who has any kind of healing herbs or anything like that that they that you can use. Um, I I have something. Thank you for reminding me. Oh, I have a healing potion. I also have a potion of healing. Uh. So I mean, you can decide to so, either use yeah, a no. potion of healing, I'll, or you can, or you can go up while he's stabilizing him and use a potion of healing if you want. I think I am going to stop doing the uh, magic, like dispelling the fire, and I'm gonna unbottle the potion of healing, and I, I'm like holding it over the badly burned man as uh, Timber's tending to him. Mm -hmm. And I'm just looking at him, like uh, I'm ready to do it. If he says, like, if he gives me the go ahead. You mean the boy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You give me the go ahead, though. I'm looking at you. Uh. How how is the situation relative to the woman? Uh, say that again. You cut how, out at the how, end. How how is the boy's situation relative to the woman? The woman is stabilized she has not suffered significant burns she just has a wound that you've you've uh, tied up the boy is burnt like the the difference between just stabilizing him and healing potion him is 
horrific scarring and only minor large scarring but not as horrific with a healing potion it's the difference between that magical aspect of the potion versus literally wrapping up the best you can these okay. burnt skin I look, I look at Wizwick and I go the boy the boy and then I, uh, I, I help him open his mouth and mm -hmm. blah okay yeah, I don't know if it goes in the mouth or if I just apply it. No, I would go in the mouth. <laughs> it's like paste. <laughs> like uh, me so, meta gel yeah, from I would, I would uh, the face and the hands and the feet, like yeah. the important parts. So the uh, the potion, you know, you help the the boy best you can. Potion goes down. You see uh, the burns, sort of in the moment, kind of healing over very slowly, not like super fast, like Wolverine style, but. Um, in that same sense of sort of the burns are turning into uh, much lighter burns, less significant coverage. He'll still have scarring, but it'll be nowhere near as painful of a recovery as um, if you hadn't applied the um, the potion. And he actually wakes up. Um, and he's just... <laughs> well, stay down, lad. You've been through a lot. He's only awake for a few moments um, before he's going to pass right back out out of shock. Yeah, as he sees my face. As he also sees a <laughs> werewolf above him. And a, applying, dwarf. and a kindly dwarf. And a kindly gnome. Just too much. Just no. way too much. You know. Um, but you have successfully saved this family um, that were certainly going to die if you didn't do anything. Um, even if you didn't do anything from the uh, from the bushes, I continue to uh, I, I put the guy down gently and continue to try and put out the fire, hoping to save as much as their of their uh, house as possible before it burns all down. I'd say with the the rate the fire was already at, and because prestigiation is just a cantrip, you really it, you can't keep up with the fierceness of the fire you can you, it's like you can see that if this was much smaller maybe it would work but it's just catching back and it's not working so yeah i think i try it a few times mm -hmm. and then i prepare like a larger spell like i'm mm -hmm. about to cast it and then like i just think it over and i just stop like it's it's probably too late anyway and i just stop casting spells yeah, and as soon as you sort of give up on casting the spells, you, you all just hear the as the the uh, rooftop collapses in on itself, sparks go shooting out. You kind of all have to like shield yourselves a little as you feel the slight burns of the sparks hitting you. Um, as the house is sort of completely collapsing, burning down, um, a few flames catching on to other. Uh, um, I'd say if you, you could you could keep the flames from spreading to the field uh, with prestigitation, um, but uh, I do so. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to burn to uh, put the whole fire out. It'll just have to burn itself out. Mm -hmm. What do you guys want to do? So I don't know. So uh, if I put the fire that's on Scarlet out, mm -hmm. um, I think Cal would just kind of be like is weird to say we're kind of just like fussing with like just like making sure that she's alive you know what i mean yeah um because i'm a little bit like the adrenaline's starting to come down now mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so i'm a little like yeah you know you get that jittery yeah 
Uh, Cal, I would say you, as you're putting the fires out on her, um, you take one point of, of fire damage. Um, not from actually putting the fires out, but like as they're going out, you can see that her her magma skin is still cracked and it's slowly sealing itself back up and sort of just the heat of Scarlet hurts you a little as you're helping her out. Okay. It's 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 a intense situation because she has these she's no like there's like Scarlet's not gonna have like scars from this fire. It just right. was hurting her. Um uh, uh, are, are you are you okay? It's the second time I pulled someone from a burning building. Uh, 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 he's, I'm uh, fine. Okay. I'm fine. <laughs> she she's definitely you can see that she's putting on a very tough face as she says I'm fine and can barely sit up. Um, but you know, she'll just need a long rest. <laughs> <laughs> But, like you're the worst. But uh, <laughs> she's too. I mean, it's it's a it's a combination of the exhaustion of uh, of not getting the long rest and just you took a lot of damage there. Um, More than half. Absolutely, certainly would have killed you if you uh, weren't resistant to fire and probably could have potentially killed Cal um, or at least knocked him unconscious and would have required Scarlet to run in anyway. Um, but that's heroism. Um, She's, she seems okay. She's going to be be okay. She's just pretty hurt, and tired, and exhausted. Oh, man. He's sort of the, the old man is is coming down from his shock as well. He's he's not he's injured for sure. He's got burns himself, but they're he, he's he wasn't knocked unconscious by anything. Could he? Uh, what do you... Can you walk? Uh, I think so. Um, Wizwick... He's he starts to lift himself up, and and it's he can't walk. At least not very far. Cal, can you grab the boy? Yes. Yeah. Scarif, can you help the old man? Mm-hmm. And then uh. Scarlet walk, <laughs> or is she... she can walk. She's okay. just okay. Yeah, and uh, I um, well, blah, blah, blah. you know what, Cal? Um, can you take the woman instead? I'll, I'll grab the boy. Sure. As you as you as you see, uh, Timber try to pick up the woman and be like, uh, I can't. <laughs> 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 Timber's not as strong as he appears. He's just ah. <laughs> um, dexterous, if you will. As Cal, um, so Cal uh, stops before going to the woman um, at the body of the man he killed, mm-hmm. um, and he like turns him over. Yeah, his there's a. It's almost like his nose was like just completely obliterated by your blade. Yeah. Um, and there's just a like a gash here that's in the skin kind of coming out and just bloody. It's as if the you know nuclear explosion of a nosebleed. Um, eyes rolled back the back of the head. Yep. So you see Cal just kind of sit there for a couple seconds and look at it, him. And then he, uh, definitely handshaking, uh, but he grabs a piece of the guy's clothes and wipes his blade off and sheaths it and walks away. 
Um, <clears throat> man is just a, you know, it's this very nondescript face, bald head, like sh like shaved eyebrows almost. Kind of looks like the um, the Thens from Game of Thrones. Um, just a real monster of a man. Okay, so Scarlet, you're helping the old man walk. Yeah, Timber, you cut the boy. As we're walking back, can I? I assume I would have either grabbed my dagger out of the other guy. Or yeah. Can I look? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, it, the daggers are in the guy's necks. So you can both grab your weapons easily enough. Okay. I would say that after Wiswick casts the spells to stop the flames, uh, while it's still fresh in his mind, he attempts to write down descriptions of the uh, bandits that weren't captured or taken away. Specifically, okay. the one with the longbow. That's probably the one we saw the most. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, generally what you can um, sense from it is that it was very, very thin, gaunt man. Um, probably five, five-ish, not a very tall man. Um, very long face. You can get details out, um, but he had a very long, pointed chin, thin face, um, with a uh, shaved sides of the head, with just actually shaved all around except for a tuft in the front. Of uh, of from what you could see, pitch black hair. Yeah, I just. Uh... You muted yourself. I take note. I take note of the description. Uh, planning on returning back to Imagine Set and relaying this information to the authorities. Mm -hmm. Easy enough to do. All right. So, are you planning on on making your way back to the uh, yeah. encampment? Yes. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it takes uh, you a little longer. Go ahead. Is is, is the. Uh... Are we in the right direction? Maybe we want to bring them to us. It would be less strain on the victims at the moment. Yeah, you or, I mean, you can tell them to go directly. We can go directly west. To the road. Because yeah. we're east. So they can go right. south, okay. and then we go west. And we meet them. And Kiron's keeping an eye out for you, so he would he would probably see, he would see you once you reach the road. Um, yeah, and I imagine my bat would also yeah. like tug on him and tell him to move once I get in range. Yeah, I'd say Kiron would even see you before, um, and they would—I mean, he would probably come to meet you once you guys got a little closer than than right at the road. But it takes you a little while. Um, the sun is just sort of slowly rising as you reach the road, and that very um, sharp contrast orange light over the uh, blue shadows of the morning, as you see in the distance, and you can start to see Kiron. Um, Stepping down from the uh, the grove where the statue is, uh, Mandrick carrying the cart behind Kiran, jet flapping towards you, as they meet you. Um, they meet you halfway. Kiran, Kiran. Yes. Please oh, help no. help these people. Hill, Ivanya, what happened? The woman first. Uh, and you see Kiran, he does his work. Um, he sort of goes to each of them um, and begins casting uh, cure wounds. Um, you see the woman 
You can sort of actually, like, the bandages you have wrapped around are kind of soaked in blood. And as Kiron's sort of vibrant indigo light sort of washes over her as he's muttering a prayer underneath, holding onto the phylactery at his waist, um, the blood sort of looks almost like it's coming back in to the body. As <sighs> deep breath return to normal breathing. Similarly, he goes from her to the old man, to the boy. Um, the boy's burns lessen in their extremeness, reducing to simple scars. Um, uh, uh, and the old man slowly is able to lift himself up and walk on his own. As he just looks to each of you, <sighs> I can't thank you enough for our lives. I'm sorry, it's just, it's our livelihood. Thank you, though. I'm, I, thank you. I'm, I'm so sorry for what you went through. I, I wish I could have, I wish I could have made the decision to help you sooner, so that way. You you might not have lost so much. We're alive. You might. Aunt Mother must have sent you. That is what is important. And we, my wife, my son, they're alive, and that's. You see, he doesn't even finish the sentence because he's, if being. Everything's coming to his mind now. Healed, like he doesn't have to, the, the, just like the constant attention to the pain in his body. He's now just sort of like, oh, 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 oh. He shakes himself. So thank, I, thank you, thank you. I, I, I give you something, but I have nothing. While this is while this conversation is going on, Cal is taking the crate of mandrake off of the cart mm -hmm. and putting the boy and the woman on there okay um, easy enough to do <clears throat> um well i know you don't have a home but we, we we did save your fields if there's anything you can maybe harvest for a livelihood just to survive we, I... we could take you as far as magin set if that helps it's better. It's better than the wilderness. Uh, likely to come back, finish the job. But thank you. Yeah, the fields are what. Bring the coin in. So something. Something better. Something more. It's thank up to you. I would happily accompany you to imagine so. Perhaps we can well, figure it out from there. At least we'll be safe. Let us make haste. Cal, oh, sorry, go ahead. That's it, that's it. Cal has started removing bundles of mandrake root and basically stacking them around the, yeah. the, the people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Making yeah. making the best use of your uh, Yes, available your space. Yeah. Easy enough to do. And without a word, if that's if I can get all the mandrake out of the crate and onto the thing, or as much as I can, 
Yeah, I'd say you can get most of it out. Um, yeah. Enough. You know, there's definitely some that's not salvaged. Uh, you find some uh, weird uh, clumps of uh, grass and dirt in there, too. But, throw, uh, throw that away. We see but, a sock uh, in there. We throw the sock away. You find a random uh, knitted sock in there. Um, I don't acknowledge that. And I, uh, without a word, grab the front of the cart and start pushing towards Badget's set. Right. Okay. I think that Wiswick will try and recover a sock. And in the meantime, he will also take some of, he will stuff his pack with the mat, with the mandrake root or just not even try and hide it because he just wants to like lighten the load and carry more stuff yeah. on his back. Yeah. And you're, you're easily able to, uh, to pick up, um, not all of it, but a lot of the, the, the um, mandrake root um, to recover with uh, as much as you can. And you all start heading uh, south on the road. Scarlet, you're limping. You know, it's it's a combination of exhaustion and and, and, and the wounds. I motion to the I motion to the cart for her if she wants to sit. Um I reach into my pack and I pull out uh, I ha- a potion of healing and I'm just down it. Walk. Wait, does Kiran have any healing? She can. He can. Yeah, he can heal. Chip in here. Uh, yeah, Kiran could could at least give you a a, a boost. Um, okay. um, I'll say uh, I'm not going to do any rolls for him. I'll just say that you you at least are saved from the pain and aches of your body. Um, but I will still need you to make a Constitution save and throw. Fourteen. You are you. With the aid of Kiran mending some of your wounds, and you just sort of tighten your belt, uh, strap your dagger in, and resist the overwhelming exhaustion that's coming over you as you all start to head back to town. Should I roll for exhaustion as well? Uh, yes, Wiswick, you as well. It's a constitution saving throw, right? Correct. It is correct. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I rolled a four okay. plus two. So you have one level of exhaustion. Okay. But you start to make your way south. The sort of jovialness of the previous day's journey and the sort of lovely light of the new sun and the farms somewhat forgotten as a stoic journey in the crack of dawn south. Uh, would you uh, you sh- you take most of the day to travel little has happened happening you sort of keeping an eye here and there but sort of almost zombie like walking back to uh, imagine set um, there's no more threats on the road you see no signs of those bandits um, all you all you saw was them heading uh, east from the, uh, the farm and it comes towards the end of the, the day towards sunset when you spot mile down the road the hill walls of imagine set the smokestacks from the homes um, as you've returned to imagine set 
Uh, before we reach Magic Set, there are mm -hmm. two things I would like to do. Um, Absolutely. About probably like a mile beforehand, uh, I'll look at Wiswick and uh, Mandrick and say, Mandrick, people will not like your kind here. Um, what do you guys think this is best for making sure General Kinsley does not see Medric. How do we get him to the Druidus? I can cast invisibility and we can sneak him in or he can stay out here. Wizwick, I think that is a good idea. Mendrick, are, uh, are you okay with that? Yes, I'm uh, okay with anything that'll get me in quietly to the Druidus. Kiran, can you lead Mendrick to the Druidus? I, I think I can do that. I know the way. Good. That is all. That is all. And uh, and uh, Timber's Timber's gonna um, go into a wolf form, and okay. then start heading back to. Um, I'd say the the uh, you enter into the city. Uh, I imagine um, Wizwick will cast invisibility a little ways away from it, um, with enough time for him and Kiron to escort the invisible Mandrick to. Uh, to the druidus. Um, I also wanted to mention that uh, I used one slot visibility. I have uh, I, this is the second time I'm casting it. I have one more slot, and then I also believe Curon has the spell, so uh, I really right. need it. Also, yeah. uh, we should all go there because we need to take. The yeah, I, I realized that after anyway. once we got to town, I was like, wait, yeah, yeah, we yeah. have to go there anyway. Yeah, no, actually, uh, I'd say you all head there, but. Uh, um, yeah, Mandrick, you have plenty of ability to keep Mandrick. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I have one more thing we got to talk about before we go into town. Or maybe this is like walking into town because I have like no plans. I would say, I would say <laughs> I this, this. Would, this was as you guys walk into town, you've um, entered into the uh, circle of the market and you are um, heading towards the circle of ash. Uh, what are we, uh, gonna do about the Askne? We found it at the tower. We found it in the swamp. Right, is that what we and we're going to give it to the general? Like uh, he asked? We're well, should we yeah. see if he even asks about it? Oh, he's going to ask about it. In fact, I think I should be the one to give it to him. That's, that was his main goal. We don't need it anymore. It's caused a lot more trouble than it's worth. You Cal could smash it first if you want. Just keep walking with the cart. I'm, I'm walking with Cal. Walking with Cal. Uh, this whole uh, this whole conversation but, is while yeah. you're walking. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you're not stopped in the middle of the, the circle. Uh, you guys are taking like the 15 minutes to walk to the um, the circle of the ash to have this conversation. <laughs> Look, I'll say whatever you want me to say to him, but I want to get our story straight. 
Uh, did we find it at the tower or not? Found it in the swamp. Right? How we found it by the statue? Is that what we decided? Cal nods exactly like I'm doing now. We found it by the swamp. It just happened to be there and we picked it. And that's it. Don't listen to what Kiran says. He put too many details. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I should be the one to talk. Definitely not. But I won't make any promises because I'm not Kiran. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say you sort of come to that conclusion as you enter into the circle of the hearth. Again, this place is fucking empty. There's very few shops open. I mean, it's it's still it's sunset, so a lot of places will be closed. But it doesn't seem like things have gotten better since you left. Um, when you get into the circle of the hearth, um, you approach the uh, the um, druid lodge, um, and you just all you see is is McClear um, leaned up against the uh, front uh, torch lit in a sconce next to him. There's no other torches lit in the square because there's no one. Everyone is seemingly in the uh, um, in the lodge being tended to, as he's just leaning back against the uh, the door. He sees you coming, and is he he. He immediately, before you even get there, opens the door and calls in for the druidess, and she steps out, Wyla, and she rushes forward to you all. Um, did you get the... You're back sooner than I thought. I start grabbing bundles of mandrake. Clear, clear, help him. Bring it inside quickly. Come on, Wyla, did you doubt us for a minute? Don't you know we're amazing by now? No, I, n I never doubted you, but these people, uh, we've had a few deaths. We burn the corpses before anything happened. I don't even know if that was necessary. I, this, this is amazing. This is, this is, this will definitely help. McClear kind of, uh, <clears throat> he had like, he runs inside and he comes out and he has a crate and he starts to just sort of uh, arm handfuls of, of the root in. I have no idea how much we've needed this. It's been it's been a bleak few days. Yeah, Wizwick throws his load in the barrel too. And and I'd say you notice McClear is he was the first day you met him he was pretty grim, and he obviously grew more jovial as as you helped um, solve the crimes. But this is a low. Um, you know, his, his eyes look heavy bags. Um, he's very uncomfortable. He's on, he smells, he's un unbathed, uh, as he's just sort of mindlessly, uh, grabbing root and bringing it inside. Wyla just looks to each of you and she actually, she looks to the, uh, the family. Do they need, do they need help? Yes. We'll get, get them inside. We'll, uh, we'll get them a hot meal. Bandits on the roads. Roads haven't been safe for a long time. Certainly not now. The guards so thin. It's <sighs> not you. right. Of course. Hey. Hopefully, this will help. It's, it's late. If you 
If you'd like, you can stay here or go where you wish. But we'll, I will start uh, preparing the routes. So once, uh, sorry. So once all the um, uh, Cal carries whoever needs carrying in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, uh, the 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 boy and the uh, woman need help. Yeah, yep. the old man helps you as well. Kind of, you're both double arming, bringing them in. And then he gets uh, Cal comes back out and kind of just leans against the cart, like like forwards, kind of looking at the cart um, <clears throat> for a few seconds, and then kind of just like angrily kicks it twice and starts walking back to the Lord's Manor. I'm gonna follow him. Yeah, I'm pushed. Let's go. Uh, what is Kiran doing? Is Kiran I would say... To, like, staying there? I would say, uh, knowing how Stefan's been playing Kiran, I imagine he's gonna stay and tend to the the family for a little while before heading back, making sure they get a hot meal, make sure he takes care of any other extra wounds they might have. Um, and uh, fumblingly helps while prepare some of the uh, the route before coming back, probably an hour or two later to the Lord's Manor. Um, Timber will follow them back to the Lord's Manor. Okay. So, a lot of you uh, return to the Lord's Manor. Kiran remains behind. Uh, as you approach the Lord's Manor, um, you go inside to, to find your rest for the evening. Um, timber in your wolf form. Um, you notice, uh, you notice with the, you notice, well, let me check. You notice one thing. Um, as you're all walking in up above the, uh, at the, one of the peaks of the tall um, ceilings of the, uh, or roofs of the Lord's Hall, you do see the, the spectral. No, not the Wood Elf. Oh. You see the, the uh, captain, or the general's familiar. I give it a dart eyes at it very obviously. I can stop mm -hmm. moving and I look at it for a moment and then I keep walking. Yeah. yeah, and as soon as it sort of makes eye contact with you, you notice it just sort of <laughs> off towards the circle of the uh, market, towards the barracks. <sighs> Is there anything you'd like to do before retiring for the evening? I want to talk to Timber before we go to sleep. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We're, uh, any, you do anything you want now, we're going to end the session once you guys go to sleep. Um, so go ahead. Any, any RP moments? Timber. Um, oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. And Kiran, uh, you can do what you can do. Yeah. And Kiran will be returning in an hour or two. I mean, I don't, obviously, don't do intense RP. Stepan's not here, but there's any as, notes you want. Mm -hmm. As Cal goes back to his room, I'm leading the pack, so people are generally behind me, I think. Yes. Um, but if, if for any keen observers, you can see that his face is stoic, but there's there's a lot of tears coming down his eyes. 
and he goes to sleep. Yeah. I'd say generally it would be... Tries to. Yeah. Generally, it'd be pretty obvious. Not necessarily the tears, but obvious. The distraughtness in Cal, the quietness and the lack of um, snappy comebacks. Um, As he immediately rushes up the stairs and without a word to any of you, slams his door and stares out the window. Mournfully. (laughs) And it starts to rain. (laughs) (laughs) Putting out the fire. No. (laughs) Um, The rest of you. Scarlet, you can talk to Timber now if you'd like. Um, Timber, that brought me back to the night we met. Did you see any similarities? Did you transform? Uh, not transform? yet. No, I was just gonna say okay. Timber's Timber's gonna transform back into. Uh, we're we're in our room, right? Yeah. Correct. Okay. Um. Tim is going to transform into a hybrid. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it does. I... I think about my little one very often. This night's first night I thought about her in a long time. I hope she's alright. I'm sure she's fine. We left her in good. And she's... She's with her brother. Timber doesn't answer. He just looks down. Are you alright? Yeah. Yeah. Not much I could do. We're gonna figure it out. Say Scarlet sort of in the midst of this conversation, you kind of are coming down from everything. Um, and you have been on this whole walk and you just sort of look down at your, sort of the soot on you. Boils up with memories of, of the aftermath of this type of rescue. And it's just, uh, it's not that you haven't thought about him in a while, but this, uh, this is a real jab in the stomach, sinking feeling. Punch to the gut is what I was about to say. Mm. Oh. But it's a stark reminder of why you're even anywhere. So, you've gotten pretty good at uh, rescuing people out from burning buildings. I'd hardly say twice, McFamer. Well, it's better than most. What are we doing? Are we, are we staying? Know. Are we going? We should go. Can't leave we should ask these guys if they want to join us. I think. I think that we can convince them. They don't have too much of a, I'll say, drive. 
What do you think? It's going to be really hard to talk about. But if we're going to get anything done, you cut out there. Sorry. If we're going to get anything done, I have to to talk about him. It is true. Did I tell you about my brother? Not a lot. Not enough. He's wonderful. He's very charming. He's not hot-headed like I am. No? No. Doesn't run in the family? No. No, I got the show into the stick there. What happened? They took him. The same group. They took him. And I don't know where he is. I don't know what they've done with him. I keep looking everywhere we go, every person we take down. I'm looking for burns on their face because before they took him, he burned them. His skin can do what mine can do. And he burned them so that I'd be able to find them. And I haven't seen any. And the last time I saw him, he told me to do what I must to find him. So that's what I've been doing. <sighs> you do crazy shit for the ones you love. Yeah. I just don't think it's enough. No. His name is Reese, by the way. My Reese. brother. Reese. So if you ever hear that name, please tell me. Understood. I wonder if. Should we tell or ask General Kinsley any information? About this group, not about your I brother. Don't. I don't know. I don't trust him. Understood. I don't trust him. I'm afraid he knows more than he's letting on. In the, in the bad way. Yeah. In a really bad. Way. People I told you that I thought that they see me, I think he knows about me. Do you think he's with them? No. I don't think he's with them. I think he knows about them for sure. More of a reason to Extract information. Yeah. It's the only 
the lead that we have as of right now. I haven't ruled it out, but I don't want to go in flinging it. Who is a bad plan? I'm going to play very innocent until I can't anymore. Good idea. And remember, to him, I am just a wolf. It's a, it's a good disguise. Very good disguise. Thank you. And please don't don't, men don't mention this to the others. Of course not. You tell when you're comfortable. Good night. Um, and with that, Timber's going to wolf up, curl in a ball. Okay. Scarlet, I'm assuming you're going to try the balls. Gonna try. Wiswick, is there anything you would like to do? Uh... Wizwick's just going to write a note as he did once before to on uh, what's it called Jet's wing and send it out to uh, with a command to give it to either the general or the underling that he told us to deliver it to or to report into and just a simple note says reporting in deliver the medicine. We'll speak in the morning. Easy. And, yep, that's that's it. He's just going to pass out. Okay. Easy enough. Kiron returns shortly later. Goes straight to his room and passes out as well. Doesn't come into the room and go, Everyone, wake up. Uh, <laughs> There's but, no fire going on, Kiron. <laughs> <laughs> but after sort of a, <clears throat> a lovely day, then led into an abrupt waking up to a intense day. Uh, a lot of uh, sort of um, emotions are high, and some uh, you've seen some truly bad people on the road now. Uh, but you have saved this family, at least saved their lives and their crop. Uh, they can rebuild. They will rebuild. Uh, and you all rest tensely this evening, knowing what you've seen, but also knowing that tomorrow will likely bring General and a whole lot more. And with that, we'll end tonight. Wow, hell of an episode. Seriously, just really incredible it was awesome it's a great episode we really actually no it was a really awesome episode i liked it a lot thank you so much for joining us uh we hope to see you next time